Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it weird. You made it weird. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird. You made it weird. Yes, you did. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird with Pete Holmes. What's happening, weirdos? Some uh, tour dates. Some of these you know. Some of these are new. Uh, we got coming up Portland. We got Toronto for the Just for Last Festival. We're doing a live podcast there. Uh, Louisville. 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 People have been tweeting at me how to say this. Louisville. 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 Oh, God. Louisville, Kentucky at the Iroquois Amphitheater. That's going to be with Maria Bamford, Tommy Jonigan, and Chris Thayer. That's going to be awesome. Come out to that. Madison is also on there. Phoenix, Arizona. We got Chicago, Illinois just added. I'm coming back to the Up Comedy Club November 7th and November 8th. San Diego, Boston for the Dice right around Thanksgiving. And Bloomington, Indiana also just added. Washington, D.C. at the D.C. Improv February 20th through the 22nd. Those are the tour dates. This is Rob Cordry. The ad is Amazon. Go to Nerdist.com. Go to this episode. Go to the banner of this episode. There's a little, uh, there's a banner ad for Amazon. Click on that. It'll redirect you to Amazon. Shop like you normally would. And a portion of the proceeds go to support this show, which is great because Katie has been recently attacked by butterflies. Just thousands and thousands of butterflies, which was so funny at first, but then it became quite traumatic. So we need to, we need to get her a key lime pie, which is her favorite pie. So please, uh, shop through Amazon or go to youmadeitweird.com. Buy some stickers, buy some t-shirts, whatever you can to get Katie a key lime pie or donate. Uh, that's it, everybody. Hope to see you. Uh, like I said, Phoenix and DC, Madison, Arizona, I already said, Chicago. Chicago! These are all added. So come on out and enjoy Rob Cordry. This episode meant a lot to both of us. We had a really good conversation, and then we continued talking afterwards, which is always a good sign to me. So I hope you enjoy the wonderful and thoughtful Rob Cordry, everybody. Enjoy. Uh, that's, I guess, if you don't mind. It actually would fuck with my system. <laughs> like it would mess me up. Totally understand that. I don't care for it. Some people are like, I'd rather sit across. Oh no, no, you want the uh, opportunity to like strike one not another, stare at somebody right in the face. Oh, that too. You know I mean? Oh yeah. This is good. You can look oh, out that great. way. You can pretend that you're thinking about something over there. There's natural light hitting you. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> what is that? Waters. Oh, I thought that was a... But are we uh, starting? Or, I mean, are you... Uh, this is live, of course. This is a live KBBL. <laughs> uh, that's the... Uh, oh, this is drive time. <laughs> How are you? I'm good, man. I, it's good um, to see you. I talked to somebody this weekend at Comic-Con who worked on your show... And I'm blanking on male. The name, sure. Yeah. It was a male. No, no, it was a female. <laughs> no, <laughs> I thought it was said. It was meow. <laughs> meow. <laughs> was it meow? It was. He's meow. one of the supermen. Meow. There's Kalel. Ka- meow. And that was meow. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, how was? Uh, well, was it? Uh, I don't know who it could have been. Who it was? Who cares, really? Someone who worked on your show. Underlings. <laughs> who cares how shit. was comic-con was it but super you know, fun uh yeah it was fun thank you so much Ooh, dasani only the worst that's a coca-cola product it is, is this, this mexican dasani this is <laughs> that is funny what nice. you just said was funny save it look roll we should no roll. we, we should are roll. rolling we are rolling we are? yeah this we just it? roll oh, this is great i wasn't trying to trick you i was about to explain that we just we roll from the beginning all right but i mean if there if there's... you can't play any of that <laughs> 
Well, you Bullshit. said once you forgot the name of I now. do not give... No. Katie, can Kidding. I get my... Um, that was cool. That's the funniest stuff I'll say all day. Choco, Choco, Cafo. You want a Choco, Cafo? Um, Probably not. Depends on what it is. Chocolate-covered coffee bean. Yeah, yeah. I'll have one of those. You didn't even ask ask if it's raw and organic. No. I don't give a shit about that. Because <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> is this covered with... Holy shit. You don't want to eat that many. Well, maybe you have a good no. tolerance. But I don't want to like put them all in the back. I really only touch that. It looks like a turd. I go. Yep. Hey, look at that. How are you? There, on are, there are three or four in there that I already touched. Let's talk about coffee. Okay. Do you like as an improviser? Did you uh, fuck with coffee, or were you kind of like off it? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like comedians, all of us performers, whether you're doing a movie or The Daily Show or, or an improv set, we're always like seeing the levels: sleep, sex, oh, nerves. Okay. So uh, did I ever, like, really, like, this is all I got going right now is coffee? No, did you have a ritual? Although I like that interpretation of the question. <laughs> like, my only fuel <laughs> Your is only coffee. friend. Well, I just wondered how, no, how did, you get I into that did. place. Or do you feel like you need to get in that place, or do you just kind of, like, float around and do your thing? Uh, no, I don't. You know what? I feel like back then I probably should have had something, a ritual, to get me in my in that place. Because I spent a lot of years uh, when I was <laughs> teaching, when like I started Casey teaching. Kasem. A lot of years. A lot of years. <laughs> Golden years. <laughs> a lot of years, like, just being scared to uh. do it. When I started teaching, and it was scared that day I was out on stage and something bombed, and then I was like, all of my students are in the audience. And then from, <laughs> it was years before I felt comfortable on stage. I mean, I'd still do it. <laughs> yeah. But like, what a consideration. And now I think I'm just, you know, I'm in my 40s. So who gives a shit about anything? Is that how you feel? Because I find that uh, no matter who I meet, they're always hungry for relevance and legitimacy. You don't. Oh, yeah. Right. No, I definitely am starved for it. <laughs> starved. But. What I mean is, Chris Gethard was my improv teacher. Oh, and I wonder. One of the best. You made, yeah, one of the best. You made me consider, I bet when we were there, and we were for every Herald night. Yeah. Uh, he's performing. He had to be like, my fucking students are here. Yes. You, you tank it. See, that's what's crazy. Similarly, and this isn't talking out of school, hmm. when I would talk to Conan, he would have that same sort of hunger about his show. You'd think it would be me that would, like, I know my show's over, but I'd be, like, fighting for scraps or whatever. Right, right, Conan right. had a similar tenacity to him for relevance mm-hmm. and legitimacy, that it wasn't just like, I'm Conzies. Like, no, absolutely. When I used to do his show, you know, back... In the UCB days, like we do little bits on that show. Yeah, you did. Did you? No, you, never did. Never did. I know. Um, I, I know what you mean, though. But it was yeah, a crew there was like that I was rolling with that the, was on. Yeah, that show they used to call us the uh, Conan's Farm Team. That whole theater. <laughs> uh, it was a big deal to get your picture on the UCB website because you were like, "That's how they do it." <laughs> no fooling. I still resent that I'm not on the LA one. You. Yeah, you you gotta be. I maybe I'm not on the New York one. I'm no, not on one of them. You have to be. You have to. You got to be on both. Who's your uh, publicist? <laughs> <laughs> but I've done a lot of jobs where they were like with Gethard. Like we did like an E Trade thing, and they were like, "How do you get Gethard?" They just go to UCB uh, T dot net. You know what? I'm casting a lot. I will go right to that page and go. You oh, do. right, 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 right. Uh, of right, course yeah. you do, Joel. That you know? Can I say that's what <laughs> Joel the Kale? <laughs> yeah, Joel is. His he's got a great publicist, but I think that's <laughs> he can get you in. He's on the site. He got, he's on he the gets site. You in. He'll get and nothing to do with the theater. <laughs> it's the, that that feeling of uh, Instagram and Facebook and Twitter 
too, for me, are a big thing. Like, you see them in the feed. This this fuels I, – I don't, I don't mean it in a Hollywood way. I yep. mean in, like, a good summer camp sort mm-hmm. of way. We're popping into each other's lives. Like, I see yeah. a tweet from yes. you, and I go, oh, right, Rob. Yes. You know what I mean? Right. There's yeah. so many of us. Yeah. But there's also so few of us. But there's also enough of us that you can forget – Good people. That's exactly no. It's that's what it's a general so meeting true. used to be. Just like remember me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm here to remind you of me. That's what it is. How's traffic? The weather's crazy. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from Boston. Joke to remember me by. <laughs> Usually just flipping off the women in the room. <laughs> just the women. <laughs> fuck you and fuck you. <laughs> I can swear, right? Oh yeah. Fuck. This is local. Chicago drive time <laughs> yeah, 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 podcast. Yeah. This is Car Talk. Cool. <laughs> oh. You're on Car Talk right now. <laughs> that was my impression of what a, of click. That's not That's good. Great. I'll work on it. You know what I was doing today that was cracking me up? I was doing Hank from Breaking Bad. <laughs> it's just like, hey, Hank, maybe you want to put on a different shirt and look like Les of Oklahoma. <laughs> like just that. <laughs> hey, Marie. Just imitations of people's yeah. laughter. Yeah. Like uh, oh. Nick Offerman, uh, um, what's his character on Parks and Rec? I don't know. Uh, what Ron Swanson? Every Ron once Swanson. in a while, because he's a really hard guy, and he'll talk, you know, very. But he'll go. It's funny. Just last night, I was watching one of my absolute favorite films, The Assassination of Jesse James. Have you seen it? No. Great movie. I don't care for We're- him. I don't watch movies. <laughs> No, I, I haven't seen it. I seen it. It's like three hours long, four hours long. Who is so it? long. Fucking. I watched it with someone who had never seen it, and, and they stuck it through. I was oh. proud. But uh, Brad Pitt laughs like this. <laughs> it's like a really laugh, fake. Laugh, laugh, laugh. It's a really Laugh, fake. laugh, laugh. <laughs> uh, uh, that's it. That's great. That's great. So I was, do- I was playing that game before you were playing. So let's go back to the idea of legitimacy. We have so many ideas started. Legitimacy. We're on legitimacy. And ritual. Ritual. I'm, yep. in, I'm reading this book called Daily Rituals. Really interesting. So let oh, me put it to you more simply. Good book. Yeah. Good book. I think Hard. they're very important. Yeah. Uh, and I'm trying to develop more. We all need it. We yes. need it. Oh, absolutely. We need it. Especially people that are creative and, and do anything like this. Right. Like, need, need that kind of uh, – need a regimen. Yeah. Did you, know you I mean? flourish in like a summer camp? You were in scouts or something. Yeah, yeah. Right? Boy scouts. See, that yeah. sort of thing – that's sort of like uh, we need it when sometimes when we have a writing job, you get into that rhythm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where you're like, this is when I'm creative. And then you get home and you're like, your brain is kind of oh, used to watching yeah. television. You're yeah. like, now you're like a regular person. And you're not as happy. I seriously, I don't like, I'm not as, like, I'm like, I'm going to take three weeks off. Yeah. And just finally, or, you know, organize my genre category in iTunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, <laughs> and after a week, I'm like, this, I'm just feel terrible. I feel like you I mean need when you're something f- to do. When you're free range, you're not as happy. Yeah. 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 Overrated free range. And this is what everybody yeah. does. When a job is ending, like my, my show ending, you're like, let's just keep writing. What if I applied the <laughs> same discipline to my own act or coming up with, <laughs> Totally. Movie ideas. No. Totally. I just wanted to do that with children's. We just yeah. wrapped season yeah. six. I was like, I guys, why aren't we writing tomorrow? You won't. You never because will. It, yeah, it never, because never happens. it's always so – it's the idea of time off. We like feeling like cowboys and walking right. around with spurs and being like, nobody's the boss of me. Give yeah. me my liberty. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but you were under the gun for your show. Yeah. You were under pressure, and now you're not, and it's it's just the yeah. And you know what? I'm going on vacation tomorrow. Ooh, no, listen, I'm not. The, ooh, no, I'm not excited about it. Where are you it. going? I'm 
You bringing the family? I'm or going is this to like Michigan. Daddy's gone. Going to Michigan with the family. Why? Yeah. Well, you know what? It, it's actually all right. It, it's it's <laughs> two of my best two two of my best friends and my wife's best friends, and it's to their parents like compound in the oh. woods up there, and and I love their parents, and this place sounds awesome, and we have a whole schedule. Yeah, really. We got texted. Whose idea schedule. was that? Oh, them. it was. Well, this is what happened, and and you know what? <laughs> Any other time, I'd be psyched to go, but like, I'm just I I I. They were like, they were drunk hanging out. We were all drunk hanging out, and I just wasn't part of that conversation. And they were like, I got in the room, and my wife's like, we are going to the Falcons' place for our vacation, and I was like, oh, <laughs> our one vacation. <laughs> That you know, and then I didn't really think about it. Did you say yes? Did you just, agree in the the liquid? No, no, no. I just maybe I joked about it too much. Uh-huh. Tried to stop the train, and the train was going. And I and I, I tried to I tried to at least just introduce some reality into this plan making. And and my wife, you could just tell she was not hearing. She didn't want to hear about anything but Michigan. And this was later on, like she got sober. It stuck in her mind. She got stuck, and we had tickets. And I was just like, "All right, no, it'll be fun. I mean, it will be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be great. So far, it sounds great. Yeah, no, it sounds great. But like now, after being under the gun, I need a vacation. Yeah. I need like yeah. a vacation. You just need wanna... like a the Pictionary clues vacation, yeah. and I draw. And I feel comfortable around these people, beach. but. I don't feel a hundred percent comfortable around anyone. Yeah, I <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I just kind of want to sit there and like, uh, right? Know, just like, you wouldn't know. cry in front of these people. We call that the mushroom, no. the mushroom test. Would you do mushrooms with them? You have to be willing. Oh yeah, to cry yeah, yeah, yeah. In I've front done of a them. lot with. You've done mushrooms with the Falcons. You, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I use with their... the fa- Falcons' parents. The, no way. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no. No, I understand. You want it. Uh, you want a, a hollowed out pineapple. With well, like, or the equi- the equivalent. equivalent. You know what I mean? Like or, wherever, wherever the holly, the the hollowed out uh, pineapple in, you know, Romania or sure. some adventure exotic. and something like to occupy my time. Yeah, like a Thailand trip. But uh, well, that yeah, a lot of my wife's never gonna go no to any place like because we have two kids. Yeah, and I just see it like I'm like they're old enough, they're old enough, but she's not gonna. She's never going to – she's going to be like, no, the jet lag will kill them. Would it will really kill her. Right. It will definitely kill you guys. So is the concern that you'll uh, – because I'm interested in this. What is it – my father could never go on vacation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like a very hardworking guy still has a hard time being on vacation. Got the, yeah. the fucking business phone. You met yeah. my father. <laughs> he sure did. <laughs> he sure did. <laughs> he, well, let's tell that he story and I'll me. get back to that. Yeah, He heckled, he heckled me. You did my TV show <laughs> yep. and uh, my dad in the middle of your interview, live in-studio yep. interview – Goes. Do you remember what he said? Something like, "Who's this guy? Who is this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who is loud? This guy? That's how Boston he's... accent ringing. Red Sox jersey on. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He came that's to my true. taping in a bathing suit, bathing suit bottoms. Oh my god! <laughs> and a Red Sox jersey and Tevas. But your mother seemed very like uh, more. Uh, put together mother overcompensates tell me about your okay. family i just came from therapy so i was like talking oh, yeah? about my family yeah that's smart to do I a actually, podcast after that's what therapy. i do i that's do i often do really podcasts smart. in this hour because it really opens me up You're and talking. i was like i wonder what yeah <laughs> and then it made me naturally curious yeah. one thing is why can't we vacation and then the other thing is like what is the parent thing the thing that i right. run into a lot and uh you know i'm not even gonna it's, put it to you just tell me about it. tell me about it tell me about my parents yeah 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 <laughs> it's really <laughs> 
It's something else. It's um, it's something else. And you have a brother. I know yep. you have a sister as yep. well. I'd love to hear it. Okay, here I go. My, uh, here, here's <laughs> here's the nutshell. Here's the nutshell, yeah. and then you can break yeah, break sure. the nut open. Um, we grew up, you know, in Boston, South yeah. Shore, and a very typical. I thought the perfect family. You know, <laughs> three kids in a white house, and mm-hmm. and a dog, and two cats, and you know, church, Eagle Scouts, the whole America. thing, America, America, yeah. And uh, <laughs> when I was twenty five, living in. Um, Living in New York. Obviously, that's not everybody's America. I just realized how weird that sounded. No. <laughs> but right. I understand Norman but it Rockwell should be, America. And we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll be taking your calls. <laughs> I meant like Life magazine. <laughs> we'll be talking about Israel. We'll be talking about uh, abortion. <laughs> and the golden years. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so like that, and uh, and then and my, then uh, when I was twenty five years old, my mother came out of the closet. No, I was about to sip a drink quite suddenly. You're I was about, about to, to sip. sip a, a, now I just put it down. A green drink, a green drink. No surprise yeah. to the listener. I'll take a drink. Your mother man. comes out as as a as a lesbian woman, not a, bisexual or lesbian, just lesbian, lesbian. Uh, card carrying. Tell me what they did and how they met. They met. This is it gets better at a seminary. They're religious. studying to be yes ministers. Shot the dicks. Yep. Every dick. Everybody. Shut it, seal it. Everybody do put it. Put your dicks away and lock them up. So interesting. Yeah. You're right in my area of expertise. I knew a lot of Good. gay. I went to a oh, Christian yeah, college. Of course. That's right. Not ministers. Right. So they were Catholic. Or nope, they were nope, nope. regular, um, yeah, Protestant. Uh, Presbyterian at the Presbyterian? time, Episcopalian. Okay, she, so she some... flopped around. She, she, you know, like <laughs> yeah, in a couple, ways. couldn't commit to <laughs> one thing. <laughs> but your mother has she told you that that did she know she was gay, but she was kind of nope. trying to flush it out. She oh, she told us everything, man. <laughs> I got the call. I was like, we want you to come home a week because she did it on my father's. Uh, on Father's Day. No, she didn't. Because we were all coming home for my father's birthday, which was a week after. No. And she was like, can you come home a week earlier for Father's Day instead? We'd like to have a family meeting. And I immediately said to my friends, I said, sure. And I hung up the phone. I was like, my mother's coming out of the closet. She's gay. And they were like, you're fucking crazy. Yeah. They're selling the house you grew up in, idiot. That that always happens. No, no, no. Because there was very little evidence. There were just she became really good friends with this woman. Yeah. A lesbian. Yeah. Uh, and they were just they just became they became really tight and uh there was never any my mother was always kind of well, she had grown very political uh about gay issues uh over the since I was in college, so probably mm-hmm. about five years. And my father started to get a little angry because she was gone all the time and hanging out with her. And and my father was like, uh, they went into therapy for the first time. What I thought was this perfect couple was just exploding. Wow. And So uh, they, like, don't fight or anything? They, they enjoy each other? They and never saw them fight. But really, like, in retrospect, you can see how everything was just kind of you know, uh, put together. Yeah. Um, Ooh. yeah. And, and, and very convincing, but like she, uh, yeah. And then, then they went to therapy and my dad literally called me once I was in New York and he goes, 
Yeah, yeah, it's great couples therapy. I think it's really, you want to know something? You know what we're talking about now? Men and women, they think about things differently. (laughs) And he said this for real. It's almost like men are from Mars. No. And women are from Venus. He said this? Yeah. He said that. Yeah, Yeah, I was like, who's your therapist? (laughs) It was the chance. Is it like you're also, is marriage like a road less traveled? (laughs) It was the janitor. They walked in and startled him. (laughs) And he sat down and was like, that's what he'd been reading. (laughs) (laughs) He's just Kaiser Sozaying the whole session. Right. But like, uh, so he was just like thinking about everything like thinking about life and relationships for the first time in his life oh my, my dad because he just went he just worked and did this and did everything right and was well liked still can't tell guy. my father that i go to therapy and i was just talking about that in therapy and i was like is it a boston thing interesting it, I think yeah it, i think it is i think it is there's a certain boston's got you know mit and harvard and all that sort of stuff but it also just has this yeah. proud irish knucklehead yeah. population of which i'm a member so nobody mm-hmm. can yeah. be upset yeah. that my father just would never go to counseling and, and would say something like that. He's like, you know, they do a lot of things different. So I completely relate. Yeah, I, yeah. I, now that I think yeah. about it, that's what my dad would say. To right. Me. I don't think my, yeah, yeah. My, and my dad, if he, yeah, yeah. He was just, <laughs> oh, he's just such a great guy. Were you guy. about to say your dad's not a knucklehead? No, actually he isn't. He's from Maryland. <laughs> okay. Uh, my mother was from Maine and that's how they ended up there. Oh, okay. But like, um, he was very soft spoken and 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 a lot different from uh, your father. Stip- typical. He would never heckle you ah! at my show, Tiff. Ah! <laughs> he would say, "That Pete, I tell you, that that guy is what we call a character." <laughs> something like that. He'd say something like that. I like that, Dad. And you know what? That's a fun. He's day. right. <laughs> you are really something else. This is a bit, but I'm loving it. <laughs> so um, yes, yeah. So then, uh, then, and then they, you know, they tried to like they they tried to figure out what's going on. And so he didn't know that's not where the lesbian is. He mentioned came out. it to. He actually had mentioned it to me. Did he or am I imagining that? Yeah. Why did I you don't guess? Know. Why did you oh, guess? you know why I guess because I was home a couple months earlier and I was up watching TV late at night and it was like two a.m. And I was like, where's my mother? She's still out with this woman. And then they, they pulled up outside. And I'd never had the thought that they're lesbians. She's a lesbian. She's turning my mom because that's impossible. Right. Right? She's turning her out. Right, right, right. And I, uh, I was like, I was going to look out the window to see if it was her. And I was like, no, it's her. And don't look out that window because you do not want to see what's out. I oh, know what I, I know what I, yeah. And, th- and then, then I just, then, then that's sort of what. I bet Stedman do, does that too. Oh boy, poor, <laughs> poor Stedman! Don't look out he the golfs, window, Stedman. Yeah, he golfs with my dad. <laughs> does he? No, no, but he should. He should. Why did I believe that? He should. Why did I believe that? It would make that? sense because <laughs> it was said so perfectly too. <laughs> he golfs with my dad. Yeah. So you kind of were you the oldest? Yeah. Close with your mom? Yes. Yeah. Very, 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 close very close with my mom. Yeah. Not as close with dad. Um, I'm not trying no, to force an issue. You're right. It just seems no, more like a not reserve. as close with my dad. Um, n- not to like I didn't have a problem right. relationship with my dad, but yeah, definitely more close with my mom. My brother and sister were probably closer to my dad than my mom. My mom. Oh, really? I was definitely the golden child. Golden child. Yeah. yeah I golden. think she even went so far as to say I was her favorite when I was uh, like, yeah. a high school or something. At least, I mean, you're, the dysfunction <laughs> is out up. there. There is a little bit of that in my family, too. I, I, I can't say for sure, but it, it is a little bit of an unspoken. Yeah. Like, you're my number one kind of guy. 
a, a Batman reference. But like, it's fucked up. Yeah. Like, even as a kid, you're like, you shouldn't, you know what I mean? Why is it so, why am I the golden boy? You're the golden boy. Oh, yeah. We're both golden boys. That's right. That's so right. you and mom, was she very encouraging of whatever you want to do? Is she still Pretty much, and also very strict. The other side of oh, that really? golden boy is that, like, I, she has never liked a girlfriend that I brought home. Really? Ever, ever. Wow. And uh, and still to this day, like I she she On doesn't know she's doing it, but yeah, she pretty much alienated my wife. Oh my god! You know, can I ask a question? Go. Is your mom in love with you? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I wouldn't understand that. I understand that you boy, you just got out of therapy. I don't understand the mechanics of that psychology. What I mean is... So I can't say yes or no, but. If so, we've gone through a long period of writing that fucking weirdness. writing it. writing yeah it. because now we 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 were pretty you know we wouldn't we didn't really talk that much right. for for many years and then now we're just starting a relationship again. Let me. And it's good. I love that. Let me clarify a little bit. First of all, when when it's a guy with his daughter, do you have a daughter? Yeah, I have two. Oh, they're both daughters. Yeah. How old? Uh, eight and six. Okay, so it's a, a little for the cliche that I'm picturing, which is the 16, 17, 8 year old, where he's like, "Bring her home, it's my angel, <laughs> that's my baby angel, uh, get her home by ten. Yeah, like he's loaning her to you. I understand. Yeah, I have friends that have daughters, and I understand that protectiveness. But yeah. there is a weird. I, I I'm a big Freud person. Yeah, yeah. and I think something's going on there. And my mother, one thousand percent. Is in love with me, mm-hmm. and that, and so okay. I'm I am projecting a little bit. Yeah. So when I would have a wife or a mother uh, or a mother yeah. bring it home to my mother, that was Freudian. <laughs> that I, was that, I do that if all I would the have time, a wife or way. a mother. I do it all the time. Really? Oh, I do it Thank all the time. I will this call is the my between an wife, and my a mother, but never to her. Oh, that would be it. That's that, so funny. That would I would. I'd be sleeping on the couch forever. I have, I have a post-it note on my on my bo- on like whatever in my kitchen that says I have to break up with my mother. I just think that's a funny yeah. name for a show or something. But it's and like it's still like that. It's still uh, yeah. Now I've done a lot of therapy. I yeah. feel I feel like I'm the one that's doing the work, and everyone else is just yes. frozen in the nineties. That's, that's what that's <laughs> when you really get into therapy and try and figure it all out. Yeah. You are you are taking that mantle of res- responsibility on, and you're time traveling. That's, the, that's what. I am fucking doing, <laughs> and you got and a lot of it is being okay with the fact that you're not gonna make every anything yes. better. You're just figuring out how to live with it all in a really yeah. comfortable way, and it sucks. I it feel like sucks. there is that was what I talked about a lot was the burden is if you like I've been doing the work for a while, and then you start looking. Let's let's take something a little less uh, you know hot topic as my yeah. mother. Or you could take my mother. You you want to go to them and say, like, this is what I've learned and present them a plan <laughs> yeah. and be like – and you're talking to someone yeah. who fucking bore you yeah, yeah. and, like, still kind of sees you as a child a little bit. But you're like, yeah. I think we need to work on this and this and this. And it takes a lot of work. My mother was very receptive to it. I think my father would be a little bit harder to crack just yeah. because – you the, did that to your mother? You were I, like, I wrote this, her this, a this. letter and oh, stuff. Okay. Interesting. And it was, it was, she never did anything that weird. I was just like, right. it's so clear that I'm number one, including to dad. And I think that's fucked up to mm, everybody. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so that that's something that I've had to work on. But but that burden, I think I like what you said where you're you're working on it, not to really do anything, just yep. to be better to with exist. it. To exist. To exist at a more comfortable uh, frequency. <laughs> yeah. And so I can actually have a relationship, like carve out 
a real relationship. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. that but I have no Carve idea. Out a real, it's absolutely how right. to, how to, I don't know how to, I have no idea what that's ultimately going to be. Yeah. And, um, it's just so hard right now. We're like, it's a period of, you know, work. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. it's been like a year that I've, I've been consciously working on it. Yeah. And, Do you, oh. yeah, kind of, no, uh, is it kind of dropping the ball here and there too? Like, God, I should call her. Fucking uh, Rob, that's it. You know? That's it. I know. My parents and my brother get more phone calls Wednesdays after therapy than any other time. That's <laughs> when they get calls from the car on the way home, and I'm speaking very yeah. loftily. And very, yeah. like, the feelings of uh, of whatever they might be, resentment or anger, yeah. or lots of weird ones that we avoid, underneath them there is, like, a soft, gooey center that of you're course. like, I want the best You're getting for to that, right? You're unloading all this other shit off it. And then you're like, oh, like there the, it is. Yeah, life is a Tootsie Pop. <laughs> and the and um, the center is. I, is the I wonder though, are you? I I think I've I've turned a corner because I used to when I was really doing therapy hardcore. I used to definitely present more, and in college I was like this and this, and then people <laughs> like, and I was wrong probably about everything. <laughs> but like they got tired of me. But now I'm like, I, there's certain things that I don't even have to. I can give myself the freedom not to bring it up and not to deal with that. Yeah, just deal with the symptoms. You the, get better. You know, deal with this the side effects. It's like any sort of conversation or any sort of. How do you read? Uh, I'm going to interrupt and write down something every time uh, reading a passage makes me think of something, or I'm just going to keep reading. You know what I mean? Mm. And like, how do you do mm-hmm. therapy? Am I going to bring up everything that I think? I think that's. I that's think you can I, be better yeah. at drugs, and you can be better yeah. at therapy. <laughs> it's true. Oh, that's a really good point. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Are you fucking with me? I don't think. No, I don't think I was very good at therapy. I don't think I was. Yeah, you get better at it. Yeah. Because you have a lot to prove because we have these egos that we put together. And like when I think of my, sure. about somebody going into therapy, let's take it out of my family, just somebody that I know, go into therapy, you're like, it's going to take a year for you to just stop, cause, and especially Stop proving that you're okay. For, and 45 minutes is nothing. <laughs> I do, totally. We're pretending to have it together all fucking day. Totally. For 45 minutes with a guy paying attention to you, you can do the song and dance and just be like, everything's fine, everything's fine, everything's fine. Yeah, and yeah. You, then you get nothing out of it. You got to learn how to break it down. Because there's your ego and then I think there's you. Yeah, I, again, absolutely. going back to Freud. Absolutely. There's the horse shit. Yep. There's Rob Corddry. One yeah. of the reasons I, I mix up names and stuff too is that it, it can sometimes just seem kind of arbitrary. It's like, you're Rob. I don't mean to be too new agey, but you're this. You're this thing. And then Rob is and just your horse shit. Everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob I'll, is your horse shit. I'll subscribe to that for mm. sure. And this is the horse shit. That's another reason why I feel a pretty healthy detachment to myself. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I think that's healthy. Yeah. I go like that. Like, I started to keep bringing oh, up the show being canceled, but I'm like, well, that my ego's show got canceled. You know right. what I mean? That's a, really, <laughs> that's a really healthy way to look at it. I hope so. Yeah, that's, I I'm like doubling that. down on it. I'm going to think about that a lot. <laughs> but it's good. I'm going to get sad about that for a while, <laughs> and then I'm going to get confused, and then hopefully I'll be able to get happy about it, but I think I'm going to be thinking about it I think it it'll be worth it for you. Ugh. So your mom never liked your girlfriends, including your wife? Yeah. All the I way think up. well, no, she never. But I cannot High point at any. I mean, I could not like tell her. Uh, you know, she. It'd be hard to. It's hard to prove it to her because also parents have their own prove history. That they're good. Yeah, they have their own version of things that, and they'll, and all humans will remember things the way they remember them. But 
it's so fr- the most frustrating thing I run into when you're actually dealing with something with a parent is like, this is what you did. And they're like, I, I never did that. <laughs> and then you're like, well, then conversation over because <laughs> it, it, it happens. You know, that happened. Like, nope, you're wrong. You're remembering it wrong. Rob, like, that well, is. Okay. That was the I'm topic never gonna get through that. of therapy today. That was it. Really? The denial of what had happened and the refusing to acknowledge what had happened because we have that staunch Irish Lithuanian thing. That's yeah. what my family is. Where you just move the fuck on. And yeah. it, if it's in the past, it's gone sort of thing. Yeah. But And I guess there's a, there's a good way to be that. Like maybe a soldier could do that. You know what I mean? Like move on, move mm-hmm. on, move on. Just get the war over with. But like we're humans. And, oh. and when you want to bring up something – I've seen um, my father or, or my mother to a lesser extent rewrite the past yeah. and have a hard time accessing things and be like – and it is so therapy to be like when this happened, I felt this way. And I, I've run into that too where it's like that didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, are you terrified of doing that to your kids? Are you yes taking the ball and running? Yes, with it? yes. No, yeah. I'm absolutely terrified of that. I, and I, I think because you're not going to know. You're not going to know if you're doing it. I hope. I mean, I hope I am. You don't. That's the great point. I don't think my parents or your parents know they're doing it. So, but we're different from that. That whole generation. Yeah. That whole generation. They're the worst generation of human beings to walk the planet. <laughs> They are. I call them the douchebag generation because our parents, our fucking parents, they were the first. How old are your parents? They're, They're like seventy se- something. Seventy something. Yeah, my dad is seventy. My mother's like sixty, late sixties. Mm-hmm. Um, he's seventy one. Uh, anyway, he yeah. They they were the first generation of human <laughs> beings in the fucking in the history of human beings to say what about me. You know what I mean? Seriously. And not think about other people first. Yeah, okay. Tell me what context are you putting that in? Because you can't assume that I know what you're talking about. Cause I oh, they're the me generation. I mean, they're, they're, you know, it's, that's, I guess, <laughs> when, I, when I realize that about, you know, my parents, or not my parents, but just the, the people that, you know, that grew up in the, or that were adults in the 70s, you know? <laughs> I said that's all they think about, like, their first people to say me, and then I realized I had invented the term me generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but don't you think every generation since then has also been that way? Is that part of the problem? Do you? I don't know. I mean, I feel like the kids, to, the kids today. Maybe at a very maybe, and then also us too. Maybe maybe on a on a maybe on an individual level, yeah, because it's kind of what you're talking about. There's you think raw like, shit, Rob, and then there's the true, true self, Rob, right? True, but true like self. true, true, Rob, and then and that person is always like the ego's always like, what about me? Yeah, right. So, but I mean, as I guess as a society, as a collective group of people fixated on, let's do it. Let's, let's just get, so let's, you know, and they let, and they, they, they kind of parented, I think in that, uh, with that, and I don't mean my parents were very active parents, but I mean, to a larger extent, they Mm -hmm. parented with a, you know, um, uh, what do they call those kids? Lock, lock, uh, latchkey, latchkey mentality, which is (laughs) fucked up. (laughs) <laughs> were you kind of a latchkey i was a latchkey in that my mother would sleep all afternoon <laughs> so it was kind of like she was at work she was at work just staying alive <laughs> remaining alive oh, yeah that was her job 
So you were kind of fending for yourself a little bit. That that feels familiar for me. Video games and, and TV, TV, and TV, and snacks and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I got us way off track. We were uh, no, no, no. I got it. We were about to figure out something. We were talking really... about. Well, we were talking about your mother not liking your girlfriends, and oh, we yeah, were yeah. talking about your mother being a lesbian. Obviously, that's two back. But yeah. what we were just about to come on rituals, to... right? Um, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> The yeah. The thing we yeah. were just about to get it get to. Go ahead. Was that not it? Yes. Was it not? That, that's what it is. Get to it. Get me out of this. Get me out of this. What are you doing? <laughs> just laughing weird. I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to remember what it was. The me generation thing came from fucking dick. Oh. Well, that that therapy. From what? We were talking about therapy. Dick. Well, no, but but. You know, I the, we were talking about doing the work and having to pull everybody up, and they're from the '90s, like they're frozen in the '90s. Then we got on to like the idea that they're the me generation. Yeah, I, uh, I, and, you know, saying it out loud like that, I'm, I'm, I'm like now, uh, I'm like I don't, because I think you have a point. I think I wasn't thinking of, you know, this um, the you're the individual me, the me generation that all individuals experience, right? right. As being a because collective, I collectively I feel like all, families were just like, um, thinking more about you know whatever their neighbor or their or their or their garden or the the right. town meeting than right. they than they were. You think if you were grown in the sixties, I'm picturing Don Draper. Obviously, you mm. had more of a inherent, uh, not him, but you had like a more more of a value system based externally. I'd be, no, I'd be one of Charles Manson's underlings, <laughs> like one of the lame ones that didn't murder. He didn't really. Get, he was just like these people are hot. <laughs> he's he's got a lot of ideas. I don't understand. I'm just gonna stay here. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the most terrifying things that Duncan Trussell. Duncan Trussell, do you know Duncan Trussell? No. He he's he's pretty out there. He would tell me these uh, Charles Manson quotes, and he was like, "He was right about oh, the, God, this so and funny. this." Like, but that's the thing is, like, any cult or any anything like that, Heaven's Gate would take pick one. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. lured you in with something you, really exactly. good. Sure, you could find really any, good. anything good. In- and then it just gets wonky. Yeah. The problem is people trying to get people's attention are very compelling. And then once they have them, they're like, we should all kill ourselves. <laughs> or we should kill and other And you people. know what else? <laughs> <laughs> you like that? You've just run out of ideas. Get a load of this. So tell, I'm interested in the, your mom not liking uh, girlfriends. girlfriends. So how did that manifest? Um, just a general uh, attitude? Yeah, just a general attitude and resistance. And I feel like I may have had an earlier curfew growing up because it would be to to go out with these girlfriends or just to go out with friends and get another girlfriend. She was in love with me. Uh, You're absolutely <laughs> right. You're absolutely right. No, am I? We've done more. <laughs> I've done more in this, what, half hour than I ever did in therapy. But there, it does sound like that have a home by eight sort of thing, that, that um, character I was doing. Well, I always thought of it was like, you know, that home by... <laughs> I always had to be home by 11, even when I was a senior in high school, and everybody else was staying out till one or something, or, you know, their parents didn't love them at all, and they could do whatever they want, which would be great. But, um, the, you know, my mother, I always felt like she's just exerting, it's all about control at a certain point. Right. Like, you're, you know, my house, my rules. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well, you, I, I wonder what 
what do you, do you have thoughts about what to do with your daughters? Oh wow, no! Um, what is because your parenting it's so... style? <laughs> <laughs> my parenting style, for real, yeah. is is to watch my wife and 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 try and absorb first, imitate, and then absorb, <laughs> and then do the next thing: imitate and absorb. Really, imitate? Yeah, because she, she's so good at it. And really, she has. Uh, I mean, I think all women, of course, are have more of a innate. Uh, sense for for rearing and raising sure but you know men um they i i uh i have no fucking idea and i had no interest i had no desire right she convinced me to have kids when i was drunk no i was like yeah all right ah that'll be crazy really yeah and then we went home had sex and i was like that was the one and it was no it wasn't what were you doing bagging it uh, bagging it? Condoms. Um, How did you start trying uh, that, that night oh, no, drunkenly? She, she was on the pill and, and, oh no, that's right. Maybe it it couldn't have been that night because she got off the pill. Dad, you're doing it. No, you know what? I'm mixing up. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm never happened. That was revisionist history, but she did convince me when she was drunk and then, uh, and, and then, then she as, got off the pill. And then as soon as you tried. And then I knew, well, the, the, then I was, the other story that I'm, you know. <laughs> Putting together from. and w- putting with this one is that is uh, that I I just I called it. <laughs> it all seems like one day to me. See, I am revised. I'm, yeah, I'm a revisionist. I'm going to do it with my kids. Well, it's terrifying. The past. Oh, the past. I got to get back into therapy, huh? You you're, son you're, of a bitch. No, no, you're doing great. You the, I thought I was. We're adding story all the time. I do it all. I yeah. see it happening all the time, especially when you're telling some tale of like how you got started. That is now a myth. You've written a myth about how you got started. I don't, I don't know what it was, but that's, your college that's improv team, you've merged yeah. three shows into one show and mm. one epic uh, scene. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm like, like scanning, looking for lies right now. <laughs> I, I, um, I, 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 do you ever do this? Mm. And I, I will t- I'll be telling a story like, you know, with some people. And I think it's usually under the influence of alcohol. You tell a story and then this has happened a couple of times where I'll go halfway through the story to myself. I'll say, wait, this didn't happen to me. Hmm. This happened to someone else. (laughs) This happened to my friend, Mike. Holy shit. And I've got such a vivid picture of this event in my head. Do you ever do that? Oh yeah, sure. I've done that. Thank God. I've done that. And, And I think one of the signs of there's a certain amount of surrender, for example, I'm watching the assassination of Jesse James last night with my girlfriend. Again. We're watching. I know. (laughs) (laughs) And something happens and she wasn't looking at the screen. Uh Uh-oh. But I don't care. But that's one of the feelings of of maturing. It doesn't matter how old (laughs) you are. It's just surrendering. Right. And going, then what? She didn't see... The look that Casey Affleck makes after he says that line. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. It all becomes <laughs> this mess of paper mache that is just swirling around in scalding water that we dip into occasionally, misrepresent as a story about the past, and then put uh, back in the pile. Uh, it doesn't matter. Because I think if you start telling a story, <laughs> this is when you really realize you've crossed over. You start telling a story that wasn't about you, and you realize in the middle, and you don't even correct yourself. You're just like, and that's I when I, I was Nelson Mandela. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's like, okay. Because yeah, yeah. then what? And then I freed the slaves. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait a minute. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, it's not that life doesn't matter, but it, it really does bring you back to all we have is the moment. I know I always, I'm always bringing that up, but that's all you have. Yeah, Everything yeah. else is just a dream. I, I know it's, it's like really teenagers looking at the clouds talk right now, but it's true because the, ba- the past is just a story, and we add all these layers and layers and layers of narrative, and that's what your kids are doing, and that's what you're doing, and we want the truth, but really like we're the least equipped to get it. Right, <laughs> right. But the future matters so much more right than the past anyway, or right. at least it should. You, could, you can change that. You can do something about that. Although we're changing the past, too. I think that's kind of our point, yeah, yeah, right. is we're you're changing right. the you're past. Right. We're adapting everything. Yeah. Yeah, well, you could do something about the past, too. You can change. We're can. time travelers. You, you, we're time travelers. <laughs> you absolutely are, and you're the best kind. Because, like, if something happens, it's that classic thing. It's not classic. But if somebody tells you something and then they die, and it's just up to you. Let's say it's like an invention or a, or a movie idea. I'm just bringing it into our world. Yeah. You, you, you have that choice to make. Like, no one will know sort of thing. I'm not saying you should steal, but that kind of brings that. Oh, oh! Steel. You mean about the story? Yeah, exactly. You can go anywhere. Oh, exactly. Yeah. No, like- I. The moment. I mean, thank God when I realized it, I I had this sort of mourning moment. Like I just lost that great story. Right. I can never. I'm not, not going to tell that story again and yeah, say it was me. I know. And I can't. And it's such a lame story anyway that I wouldn't say this thing happened to my friend Mike. Right. And it, you know, it's suddenly not a story oh, anymore. So it's gone. We don't know Mike. That that. That part of my life that was very important to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was somebody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Completely gone. Yeah. So you, with your parenting style, you're just mimicking your wife. I love that. Yeah. I do think there's... Yeah, she's very good. She's very, very... And she's mimicable. Like, she's worthy of imitation. I think that's great. And I, I gotta... I'm, I think I'm pretty good at it now. Um, you know... She said the most wise thing to me when I was so terrified right before we were going to have the kid. And I was like, what if I'm not going to know what to say? What if I don't know what to say? And what if I'm uncomfortable around this person? This my what if I don't have that moment, you know, click where I what if what if the birth is not the most amazing life changing event? ever? Like, what if? All of it. What if I don't? Yeah. What if I don't click? That is. What if I don't like this person? Oh. What if I don't have anything to say to her? You know, I don't know what to say. It was, Can I just it was say the umbrella? Everything you just said is 2014. When they go back and look at this time, yeah, that, those sorts of gripes or, or concerns, yeah. I should say, are what our parents weren't vocalizing. Oh, no, no. Our father. Our father. Were they feeling it? I our yeah, probably. But they'd rather drink yeah. a, a quart of Bushmills than ever uh, say it. And certainly not say it publicly like yeah, that. Yeah. But I think that's great. I'm celebrating it. It's wonderful. So <laughs> was it? Uh, oh, no. You know what she said? But she said um, <laughs> they don't start talking for a long time. That's great. She's such a practical, yeah. such a practical person. It's a slow process. Which is why she's a very good mother, too. And, yeah. that, and, that, is, and that was a just that's the advice I needed to hear. You have a lot <laughs> really of time. Was. You got to, and and it and it was she was right it worked yeah you know? what about the birth was that a moving experience it was yeah it was and it surprised me how it surprised moving it was me. yeah really yeah. yeah um and it surprised me the second time because I was like well this isn't going to be as moving right it's the second time yeah. at this but yeah. it was just as yeah uh, in the room yeah 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 and what kind of view. Side view. Ooh, side view of the of the oh like no, Cosby yeah. Show with Looking the hoagie down. <laughs> you know, don't get the reference, but I love uh, it anyway. But I love it anyway. In a dream sequence, he gives birth to a huge hoagie. Uh, <laughs> still, still a solid. I love it. 
Um, I I was sort of looking down and over. Down, down and, and over. over. From, so you were from, with, I was with her. You were with her. You know, and then I would look down and sort of tilt my head yeah. to get the aerial view. And it was, uh, there was the first moment you see the head come out. It's terrifying because I was like, Jesus, it's so small. Yeah. And then she's like, it gets bigger because you're only seeing the tip, which is actually, um, you know, the um, the spine. What do they call that? Uh, I'm just blanking. They, how the spine actually isn't uh, your fontanelle, you know, your soft spine. It's so the 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 skull can actually um, get smaller to get through the opening. Oh my god! And um, and then so then it just kind of got bigger and i was like oh now it's so big holy shit like that and then just then it when it when it was that business was finally over uh that was the sort of magical moment yeah first it was kind of like a scientific moment yeah a what the fuck moment and then a uh (laughs) then a beautiful a beautiful joyous yeah how was your wife was she was there what kind of pressure are we getting on the hand she was great. Good, good squeeze. No, my wife is a practical person. She worked in hospitals too. She was a speech pathologist, and she was like, "I want to feel what it feels like up until the moment that I get it, and then fill me full of drugs." Yeah. And so she was like, she was in labor, and you know, for for a while, and then it wasn't like pushing for a while, just sitting in her room. You know, it wasn't near time. She's like, "Okay, I get it. I'm ready." Really. And then she got dumped full of shit and she was she had both kids within like a half an hour i think it was i think it was like yeah maybe even maybe even like 15 minutes or something it's something preposterously short it was very easy that's remarkable very good at every single aspect of it where did you find this woman who is this woman falcon Introduced me to no him. way. Yeah. You drink a toast at that oh, compound. Oh my god! Yeah. You drink oh, a toast. Oh, are you kidding me? So old Falcons. My life. Introduced you at a. I'll, let's play the guessing game. You were at a, a book reading, <laughs> <laughs> and you were at the wine table in the back, going, "Nobody cares about your poetry." And she came over and said, "Nobody cares about his poetry." That's my guess. That's my guess. <laughs> it's just for fun. Oh, it's uh, <laughs> close. It's close. We were going to go meet uh, our friend Phil down at the library bar in Phil New York. Phil the poet? Phil uh, the sculptor. The, actually, the, the comic book uh, oh. toy sculptor. No way. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Falcon works. For, um, it's so weird. For you never books. think about that as a as a sculpting job. Obviously, yeah, no, yeah, they, yeah. Somebody sculpts those things. Right, right, right. Now they do it on a computer, and which he's reluctantly getting yeah. into, but. Yeah. He uh, so, so my he was dad a sculptor. Tells about Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> He's still, still like clutching still his VHS his or his, <laughs> over He's at my least dead going body. from DVD. Oh, God. He's at least going from DVD. Right, Blu-ray is really it's an experience you don't want to miss. Can I say that now that when I go back, when I turn on my Xbox, I'm like, what is this Atari Twenty Six Hundred? Because you see <laughs> the slightest pixelation, and you're like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Oh, I that's all little, it takes. Same way with music now too. Really? Like I've become sort of an audiophile, Can or I'm a imagine? budding audiophile, and I'm like, now everything's fucked. You put in a tape. Nothing sounds back good. in the day. I was like, oh, unacceptable. That was it. Acceptable. That was it. I won't do nostalgia humor on stage, but we can do it here. (laughs) I just mean like that's an easy twenty minutes. That wouldn't have been. And the phone. (laughs) You had to dial the phone. It was connected to the bottom part of the phone. Yeah. So uh, the Falconer. Oh yeah, the Falconer. 
uh, so we went down and I and I we walked in and our friend Phil is at the bar making out with this chick. Phil. And I said, and it was one of those movie moments because she was gorgeous. Yeah. And uh, and just something. And uh, it was one of those like you know slow rack uh focus what do you call that 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 think, shot where you're get you're staying in the same place oh, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. getting closer it's where you push in while you're zooming yeah. out yeah so i was on a little moves. dolly i was actually <laughs> standing on a dolly oh you don't mean how it felt it was being and filmed it was actually be we shot the whole thing and i had and let's go to the tape uh, uh it was like uh it was a uh, moment big fish yeah it was a remember moment remember in big fish um, have you seen that movie? I have. Yes, he yes. sees the girl and, and yes. the whole place freezes. Yeah, it was like that. And I said, "Who's that?" And he Fal- was making out with your wife. Yeah, yeah. And Falcon said, uh, "That's Phil." And I was like, "No, who's with her?" And he was he was shocked. He was like, "She's with Phil." Yeah. And um, you dirty dog. And uh, turns out, um, I met her at a party, and Falcon totally. Like made the whole thing up. He manufactured this relationship. He was like, "Hey, Ma, that that chick, Sandy. She was asking about you." And then she said the same thing. To, he said the same thing to Sandy. You know that dude, Rob, that, that that's at the comedy shows. He was asking about you. No. And so he thought we were both interested, and we got interested. Oh my yeah. god! What about Phil? That was just a casual. No, thing. Phil, no, Phil. Yeah, no, Phil didn't get it past the bar He's with a- her. <laughs> He didn't get past the bar. <laughs> He's at home sculpting yeah, a broken heart. Yeah, right that, now. The, you, know, you know, sculptors are not guys that you know, just you can't really. <laughs> they can't can close. get to the bar. They can't close. But they can't close <laughs> the bill. Oh, God. So you asked her on a date, or, or did how'd that work? Oh, you know what? I was just I just broken up with someone, and I wasn't ready. Why you I, break I, up? And with? I I knew uh, <laughs> she was. Um, in love with me and I was just having fun with her. Oh boy. Yeah. I mean, I'm having fun with her like, ah, I'm having fun yeah, with yeah. her. I was just like, oh, this is great. She's yeah. really cool but this is not, it's never going to be good. Yeah, yeah, again. yeah. So, um, we broke up and it was tough and she, and then I met Sandy and, and we, uh, we 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 have a picture of us meeting like at the, that party where, where Falcon actually finally got us together uh, and, the show party? Yeah. Uh, no. 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 This was even later. This was like a week or oh, two where later. You, yeah. Where he orchestrated. Yeah. He orchestrated. To get you together yeah. again. Yeah. And then, um, and and she was and let's. I said let's get together again. And we got together. We didn't get together again because I said, listen, I'm, I'm going. I had. I knew that this woman was special. I mean, we were we were engaged within like eight months. You should. Once we finally were together, so I knew at that moment, like this is one that I can't fuck up. And if I just jump into a relationship right now, I'm going to fuck it up. Mm. So I had this trip plan where I was going to walk the Appalachian Trail from Jersey all the way up to uh, the White Mountains. No way. Yeah. And then... What a fucking badass excuse. Look, I can't date yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to go see about a mountain. But again, practical purpose. She's like, that's stupid. Really? No, no sense of like, you know, yeah. that poetry yeah. to it. She's like, that's a terrible idea. You know, and, and basically I was taking a big risk. I, was, I, I could have blown it. And uh, oh, you didn't go. And I got back. I know I, I went. You did go. I went. Yeah. Woo. And at some point during that trip, I, I was got up to Massachusetts, the middle of Massachusetts, and was like, oh, "This is all right. I get it. I'm out of here." Really? Yeah. And then I went back and I because called her. Because of her. And, and this is talk about no, it's because of bear scratches on the trees. That's when I started to see like bear 
like evidence of bears and oh. i'm i don't i don't fuck with bears yeah no you should no 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 they're oh. the sharks of the land <laughs> don't mess with that you don't know what they're gonna do absolutely the you, fact that they're real and we're not terrified want. right now is is preposterous yeah, i believe in them <laughs> they're real sharks i don't even know if i believe in them <laughs> never they seen one could make a good movie never seen i don't know seen a bear uh, yeah see see a bear sure you've seen the claws oh, you've seen them they're out there yeah. they're all over the yeah, place yeah yeah, yeah. So was that's it, what got me. So yeah. you saw bears, but was it was it kind of in your mind, the girl, or yeah? Oh, definitely, yeah. definitely. Well, I was what was in my mind the most was that I was just so lonely there, and it was I was sort was of just shedding you? shedding the idea of of sort of I think of like an old life, I guess. Not you know, like I'm gonna I'm gonna really this is gonna be a relationship that I I'm gonna do differently if yeah. if it if it's still even there when yeah. I get back I wasn't there for her I understand I wasn't there to like you know and it even took me a couple weeks getting back before calling her again because it was like you know I had to be ready for this woman yeah and I don't remember uh, what made me say I was ready but it was like a ritual yeah you like I made guess. yourself clean I cleansed you did I was like Whitman yeah or Thoreau yeah, or any of these uh, greats yeah. Um, and, and, and it, uh, so you come back yeah. and you call her, you don't have Eventually. a phone on you. You don't have like a, no, no. Back then, what was it? It was, uh, I don't even know. Two, 2000. Um, I don't think, uh, cell phones would have worked out there anyway. Yeah. 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 No coverage. No. This is back when people like knew where the antennas were. <laughs> you got to walk four miles out. Yeah, way. exactly. No, yeah. I don't. Yeah. So, okay. So then you call her immediately or you you know no, I called, it was a couple weeks and then i called after her. you got back yeah and then oh we had a date plan we made a date right and what then, was it like when you called her was she like hey beardo I don't remember hey bear- beardo hey, hey bear <laughs> mountain man <laughs> had hey. enough of the canned beans oh you want to yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you call her and I, she I called her, uh, I guess. I don't remember how ever we ever, this ever happened. But like, yeah, we had a date planned and it was like for Saturday night. And then Friday night I was at a show. So hack. And um, I know, right? Saturday. Could have been a Did Thursday night would have been cooler. <laughs> but, uh, and I had a Friday night show and then Falcon told me, he was like, hey, um, we were going to go to this bar. And he was like, listen, Sandy's going to be at this bar. And I know you guys have a date tomorrow night. Is it going to be? She's worried that it's going to be. You're going to think it's weird to see each other before your date. Uh, and I was like, I know that feeling. Oh, I kind of like that that she feels that way, and I don't feel that way at all. So no, I have no problem. Let's go hang out. We hung out, and we spent the whole night together, no. and we like it was awesome. You shut everything, and then the next night we went on a date, date. a practical date, and kissed goodnight, and went our separate date. ways. You did a date, yeah. and she moved in like. Uh, uh, probably a couple months later. It's like a briefcase of cash on the subway story. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know. You what find that... a. I found a briefcase of, yeah, case yeah, of yeah. cash. And yes. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, exactly yeah. what it is. That's what it was. Oh yeah. I found a briefcase. I, I, but she saw you perform. <laughs> and I'm she... going to steal that and pretend it's mine, and eventually <laughs> think it's mine. <laughs> it's from Glengarry Glen Ross. Uh, it's it's it's. Do you, do you know that? Uh, oh god. Yeah. That movie? Of course. Of Jack course. Jack Lemmon is pitching something, and he goes. Uh, you get no. He's he's telling the story of his big sale, and he goes, you know, you hear the story. You get on the train, and that case is full of money, Ricky. Like it, that's all he says, <laughs> as if that's such yeah. a trope of a story that I just dipped that's into. But no, but it's it's funny. I, you it know, now I, it just reminded me. Little side tangent here, or callback is that uh, 
I did. I used to do that with movies too. Like I would have these favorite when I was a kid. More like I had favorite lines from movies, and then I realized I would say them, and like, uh, and not remembering they're actually from That's, a movie. Uh, you've just described my relationship with my brother, except he knows what he's referencing. He speaks ninety eight percent. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but Simpsons alone can carry you through a day and a job interview. <laughs> What's your work experience? The goggles do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's interesting. Yeah. Why did I have the bulb art? <laughs> Those are Simpsons references. So I, I'm with you too. I, I reference things and I don't know what they are any. All right, good. So your wife comes to the show, and I'm not trying to force yeah. the narrative that she was won over by your comedy, but at least she enjoyed it. She was the only one of her friends that enjoyed the comedy shows in general. She uh. used to go see Jesse all the time. Jesse. Oh, I should have said I should have said Falcon. Now we know his whole name is Jesse Falcon. <laughs> He's actually a myth. Jesse, talk about a myth. Falcon is quite a is is he? A, yeah. He sounds like a big drinker. Falcon! Yeah, he's a big everything. He's yeah. big. He's yeah. big. Yeah. He's big and powerful. Really? Yeah. He's a he, he's an amazing. He's a, a big, And he weaves destinies. Yeah. Yes. And it's not a big deal for him. No. Then he goes home and watches Netflix. He doesn't give a shit. Exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly what he does. Jesse, Net- uh, Jesse Netflix That's Falcon. exactly what he does. As a matter of fact, before Netflix, he, had, he was the guy that had the closet full of VHS tapes yes. where he'd be like, have you guys seen, <laughs> have you guys seen the one with the chick that can whatever yeah. you know like he had all the novelty tapes you'd pass yeah. around as kids like he uh, shut up you old man and all yeah, that yeah, yeah. shut up old man and all that stuff like that's he's great. that guy that's great yeah and he and he changed your life he's everything guy so he's there he's everything guy. i love guys like that now he's the best i want to be a guy like that but i'm like i'm afraid of having guest rooms and never using them that's a concern of mine you know what uh, i mean like does your house have a guest room no no not really well, not really, because then no, it would, but it was there was like oh then all that these people we don't like will come and see us. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I'm more concerned of being in the house. I feel like more of my friends have guest rooms because I tour and they want you to stay in their guest room, but then you like don't want. Oh to. no, you don't. No, nothing about that is attractive. I'd rather stay in a motel. <laughs> That's six. what I'm. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Fuck no! You know I just want to be by myself. Oh, isn't it the best? When you tour, you you it's like it's like walking the Appalachian Trail. Yeah, exactly. It right. is. It is. It's hard, like yeah, going away for a job and being gone for a month. Yeah, but but, but there's a lot of good things about it too. Completely agree. <laughs> yeah. Well, that goes back to the vacation thing, and we'll, we can come back to your wife. But that idea of it's hard sometimes to get to that space of aloneness, which really I think is just a brain state. Mm-hmm. It's a place where you're truly relaxing. So I wonder if you go to your compound in Michigan, even though you're with beloved friends, it can be tricky to to reach a place of like I really yeah. am. Really, am relaxed. I don't know. I don't know if I have. If I, I don't know if I experienced that ever. That what? truly relaxing, true relaxing, truly it, relaxing by myself at least. I yeah. mean, I don't. Maybe I'm most relaxed with my wife. Yeah, alone. Uh, so I don't. I'm fucking there. I don't know, man. I, I don't lo- know what I do to relax. I don't have anything I do to relax. Well, I don't many- like to be relaxed. Well. To quote the great Dr. Gary Penn, my therapist, he goes, happy is overrated, and I think uh, yeah. relaxed might be overrated. Maybe. I mean, I think there's probably great things about it. I, I meditated for a while, and, yeah. and I liked it up until the point where it started getting hard, and I started thinking about it too much, and I just – it stressed me out. Interesting. Um, and I don't like massages. Uh... I don't like – I have a friend that takes a bath every morning. 
What? That's the way she likes to start her day. Like, ah, I got to ease into this day. And I'm like, I don't fucking understand that at all. If I could just walk through a shower room and be done and dressed (laughs) and just fucking not out there, not relaxing. Like that's, that's happiness to me. It's interesting to me. I wonder what we're trying, not to, again, not to be too therapy-ish. I wonder what we're trying to prove and why we enjoy that so much. Relaxing? Why we or, don't like relaxing. Oh, oh. I, I enjoy it sometimes, and it sounds like you drink. Yeah. Uh, you've referenced it a couple times. Yeah. And I also yeah. enjoy alcohol as well yeah. because it is one of those things that will force you into it. You know what it is? I'm going to put this to you. I bet you'll agree. To me, the first drink at, in the evening is this symbol to your body that you're like, and now it's... I can't do anything. Yeah. I can't. The second drink, you can't read. Reading, <laughs> you're right. Reading is off the right. table. No need for the second, right? Second drink. No, no. not at all. First no. drink is a symbol that you're you're done with your day. Second drink, you can't drive. At least no. if you're me, I don't I don't fuck with that at all. No yeah. driving. Third drink, you can barely follow the movie, and then you just allow yourself to like go to bed or yeah, or do yeah, nothing yeah. or watch a movie you've already. You seen. You almost said jerk off. Jerk it. <laughs> right. Um, can I tell you? I'm also going to put this to you on relaxing. The first time I smoked marijuana cigarette. Oh. What do you enjoy it? No, I didn't. I don't either. Not it's not for me. Not at all. Uh, because it makes me too relaxed. Oh no, it does. Makes me. It makes me fucking crazy. Oh, fun, interesting. Yeah, it makes me schizophrenic. I want to hear about that. The end of the story is I smoked it and I woke up in the morning and I felt like I felt when I was a kid sleeping in on a Saturday. Just a glorious feeling. New England morning, oh, cold. I got out of bed just to pee, knowing I was going back to bed with nothing to do that day. And I got in bed and I realized I couldn't fall asleep. Because I wasn't worried about anything. My brain wants something to work on oh. all the time. It's a little bit nuts. Oh. But it doesn't feel so bad when you're in it. Yeah. No, you're, ab- that you're absolutely right. Right? Like, but there's a, there's a threshold because I'm in this threshold right now where uh, I'm, I'm too many thoughts mm. at night. Too much, too much to work out. And then your brain, your, your body is slowing down so your mind gets a little bit faster and i can't sleep mm. you know but then there's sometimes when yeah it's just enough just under the threshold of, of of thoughts right yeah here's advice from someone who should follow this advice when i have that problem i also uh, meditate it, it's nice you can do it while you're lying down you're not supposed to but if you right. meditate a little bit while you're falling asleep i've tried that I've, yeah oh really i've tried that and no i success. I, I don't know i had the same problem with with that that I had with meditation is that I would start thinking about the process of meditating and yeah. thinking about why it's failing and what I'm doing wrong. You know it's what I'm going to diagnose? Yeah. Because I, it Go takes ahead. one to know one. Go ahead. You're associating yourself with your mind. You have mind association. You know is that a thing? Yeah. So what really calms me down yeah. and really turns my brain off and what meditation I think is that a thing is the mind association. Response. Yeah. You're associating with your mind. You're associating Rob with, with, with your mind. Oh and Yeah. Hundreds of millions I, of people absolutely do that. listening to this podcast are going to be like, yeah, your mind is, Rob. But I would say oh. that there's – at least as an exercise. Let's say it's not <sighs> even necessarily true. Can't wait. You can go like, I'm not my mind. I'm this thing observing my mind. Yeah. And that can help you calm down. Oh, wow. And that really is what meditation is trying to get yeah. you to that place. Oh, my God. So when you are observing your thoughts, yeah. the way to calm down isn't to go like, fuck, I'm having these thoughts. Yeah, yeah. It's to go, who is observing the thoughts you know what I'm saying? You're going yeah. like, oh, I'm thinking too much. Who's speaking? You know what I'm saying? Like, who is the thing watching what the brain? What is the voice? Who is yeah, the voice? Yeah. yeah. Who, yeah. When you say, who am I? Who's asking that question? Uh-huh. Sort of, it's those sorts of deep mm-hmm. thoughts that will detach you a little bit. Yep. 
And I'm saying you're absolutely right. Fuck all the metaphysical stuff. It whether or not it's true, it's a helpful exercise. It's, a, it's, the, it's almost like cognitive <laughs> behavioral in a way. Yeah, it, it can be reduced to that at least. Yeah, for practical reasons. Like I, I, I a big step for me in therapy was realizing that like you don't have, and this is exactly what you're saying is like not all the voices in my head are right. Right. You know what I mean? And I can just tell them to. Sh- I can just stop them. Right. And a lot of them are like, I, I, I went through, and it was very like cognitive behavioral, I think, where it's sort of like that thing where you, where you snap yeah, a snap rubber band ring. when you want a cigarette or what, yeah. whatever. When I had a thought that I knew was negative rather than self-critical, valuable, self-critical and valuable, mm-hmm. I, I, would, I would just scream. I would actually say out loud at first, no. Oh, no, stop. Yeah. Stop. And then I would keep doing that and I was walking around for like a week, like stop. a madman. Stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stop. Like stop. an old man dictating a and telegram. And then I started doing it in my head, yeah. screaming it in my head. Stop. Yeah. And then I started, you know, just, and then I realized I was saying it less and yeah. saying it less. And then, and this was years ago, but now I don't, I'm way more, I guess, well relaxed. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Way more easy on myself. Yep. I, and I would say that some of the thoughts... That I I'd say, goddamn pleased with myself sometimes. <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. That was a high five. Um, some of the thoughts are like uh, children, and they need to be acknowledged rather than Exactly. Ignored. No, and there is something where, and there are some that shouldn't be ignored, like, like that this is actually a thing that you do and are doing all the time, and you should maybe take a look. Right, you know, right, right, right. You Stop should. burying the bodies. Stop. <laughs> Yes. Stop I, it. I'm murdering people. I have I'm to murder them. People. Stop. <laughs> I'm not murdering people. But I mean, this is this is takes one to know when you're talking to a guy who, you know, I get out of bed in the, in the middle of the night or have mm-hmm. a hard time falling asleep or whatever. Me so I'm, I'm not telling you that I have it figured out. I'm just sharing some of the things. And again, whether or not there is such a thing as a soul or something behind our brain, yeah. it's helpful Again, just to just to uh, play what if and consider it. It can, it can take you – like yeah. picture yourself trying to fall asleep. Picture us doing this podcast right now, something watching that's you, observe, become the observing thing. This is very new. So I'm somewhere – yeah, yeah. Let me, let, me, let me try and understand that. Like you're yeah. saying like it's almost like you know, tonight when I'm trying to like observe my brain, it's almost like the, the, these are our, my thoughts right now. Like yeah. they're, they're just nonstop just talking about shit and then yeah. i'm in You're my there. bed i'm over there sleeping right in the middle of meltdown comics <laughs> that's where it falls apart for me no uh but if i understand but I even when I we're doing that. this yeah. there is a thing and and a lot of smart people and i and they could very well be right and they probably are right would just say there's a part of your brain observing but it's fun to consider no, that, that there's you observing i think yourself. you're saying the same thing but but it's your yeah, it's more fun and and more, it is more fun to yeah. be like, ooh, I have a ghost. Yeah, why not? It actually, can I can actually understand? I can comprehend it easy easier when you say it like that. That's me too. Yeah, yeah. That's just how I like to look at yeah. it. If you want to give me a cat scan and tell me, well, that's this part of your brain lights up when whenever yeah. you pretend you have a soul that's watching you. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, fine. That's fine. fine. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, then it's, same thing. Then it's, it's all a, the same thing. Then it's a game I'm playing. Tomato, 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 tomato. So your mom's gay. So, <laughs> so. 
<laughs> we didn't really finish the story. We your didn't mom... finish any story. It's so great, though. It's so great. That's the one that... This that's... is... Oh, what? It's like therapy. This is like my therapy <laughs> sessions. I would finish any story. Why finish them? No. They're just going to become Therapist. lies. They're, we just, tell they're not mine anyway. It probably happened to my friend Mike. <laughs> Falcon. I'm Falcon. Yeah, Falcon. Falcon. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's why we're always. Nah, that's too weird. Always willing to believe some weird, or I am some weird scenario where people are like, I think that's why we like movies where they're like, Rob, your your wife left you five years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, because you're you're being disillusioned yeah. all the time. So if you went home and your wife was like, get the fuck out of yeah. here. How like memento, all those sorts of things. Absolutely, because that's one of the feelings I of life. Woke up the other day with a great idea for a movie that is not unlike this. Really? Whole, yes, and it's a great idea. Really? Yeah. Have you seen the movie Dark City? No. Worth watching. Kind of scary, but <laughs> kind of no. scary. I warn you, you're yeah. a grown man. <laughs> Look out! It's a little spooky. Watch it with a friend. But it's the idea, and I'm going to butcher it. But at the, every night you go to bed, and these overseers take you and put you in another situation. So one night you're a billionaire, they wipe your mind kind of. Mm-hmm. Then they then the next day you're a homeless person and the billionaire thing was just a dream and you're like, "Oh, I'm I'm homeless." Cuz they move you uh, and, oh, I, and manipulate you while you're yeah, asleep. Yeah, it is similar to that, but I not as not as good. I'm just going to trash my idea. <laughs> I wasn't trying to uh stomp out your idea. No, no. Uh it, that that's a little bit more uh now that that's a yeah, that seems like a fun Well, Fun movie. There's two types of people, I think. Uh, you know, there's lots of different types. But for there's two big groups that I've seen. People that like those types of thoughts yeah. experiments that really yeah. get off on being like, Rob, this is it. Yeah. This is the only person in your life. Katie is also here in Scout. The dog is yeah. here. But I'm the only person that's real to you right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and some people love that. And some people got that out of their system in college. <laughs> and I just didn't. I just didn't get to do that enough in college. So now I'm doing it in Yeah, my right. Yeah. Yeah. Religious what? college. They don't do yeah. that. Nope. It's more just like, yeah, Jesus yeah. is here and that's all fine. Where where are you religiously? We always talk about that. I don't know if you know that about this show. We always talk about Oh, cool. You can talk about your religious history or where you're at now or like Um No, I don't uh I don't I don't have much of anything now. Uh I I grew up very uh very Protestant uh, mm-hmm. in a sea of Irish Catholics. Oh. You know. You know, and, did they throw rocks at you? I was actually kicked out of my backyard for once for for uh, not for not being Catholic. What? Yeah, I your was, own backyard. My own backyard. They're like, get out of here. <laughs> Why? Uh, and I didn't go. I mean, I'm not insane, but uh, the, the, uh, well, I, so yeah, yeah. I grew up um, uh, Presbyterian, and uh, and I was pretty. I was really trying. You know, I would really, really try. And just like meditation, I would try and pray, and I had no idea what that meant. Yeah. Um, and boring, and then it was just go- like, what? and my mother made me go to church every every Sunday, and she said, when you're 18, it was another one of those, it was the curfew. So religion, but when I got out of the house, the curfew, I had no curfew with mm. religion, and I just, I discarded it. However, re- and my, my wife is Jewish, and she has... Just, just by culture, really, she has no really religious um, Jewish beliefs. But like, I don't mean to reinforce the stereotype, but when yeah. you're talking about how decisive she was and practical, mm-hmm. those are those are things that I associate with with Jewish women in a good way. I think you're right. Yeah, there's something, I, and there's something that appeals right. to guys like us. That's like, hey, look at this <laughs> <Yes>. one. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah. Look at this one. For she, sure. she knows what she wants. And she's sure. telling me what to do, and I feel good. Yeah. And who's the, who's the comedian? There's a comedian. I believe it's Melania. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's right. That's yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. That's his thing. Like, uh, yeah, I got a girlfriend now, and she tell she she tells me what's going on in the world. Right. And she fights for him. She's <laughs> yeah, like, no, you got to so get him great. on this flight. It's oh, like his I really lawyer. related to that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That, that's that totally. Bit. That's what I was yep, referencing. That's right. Yeah. And um, uh, but now I think like. I actually, the only thing I can point to in my life that I think is religious at all, and I, because I've, I feel like I'm a lot like you, like I, I like, I get off on um, these kind of ideas that we're talking about yeah. and reading about them. I, I'll pick up a, I don't, I don't snub the new age section. Yeah. You know? Katie, show them the book I'm reading. What are you reading? <laughs> You're going to love it. I just the field. Got oh, this looks good. The quest for the oh god, people are going to make fun of this. So you, <laughs> the quest for the secret force of the universe. But oh, look what he wrote, look at yeah, what I'm... Wayne Dwyer wrote. One of the most powerful and enlightening books I have ever read. A magnificent job of presenting the hard evidence for what spiritual masters have been telling us for centuries. Okay, see if you want to make that's... fun of Pete for that, you're making fun of me too because that that's appealing to me. That's appealing. You know, that's not like Matter from Mars either. That seems like an actual book that's talking about some yeah. Pre- Practical yeah. aspect. Like, I get a lot from one of the most important books I ever read was um, The Zone. Don't know it. The Zone Was it The Zone? That's a diet. No, no. that Not that then. <laughs> it's my um, Check C. Mahali. Me, Check, Check C. Mahali. Uh, okay. She's on it. Yeah. It's, it's um, oh, shit. I'm just. Check C. Mahali's The Zone yeah, Diet. It's, the it's, Zone Diet? <laughs> the Zone Diet. It's just carbs. <laughs> uh, Smart carbs. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, uh, well, Kate will help me out with this. Um, yeah, it's so hard to spell his name. He's <laughs> fucking Hungarian. C-Z. It's like C-Z-E. Somebody call in and give us the name. Um, I want to talk about Israel and abortion yeah. <laughs> and help you name this movie. This book. Uh, I yeah, I, I, well, it's something about like basically the the actual practical science of of happiness and that it is work. Mm. It's it's that moment where you've lost yourself and you're in the moment and six hours have gone by. Yep. He tried to study what it what it is. The flow. The flow. Yeah. That's what, is that it what it's is. called. It's, it's called flow. That's brilliant. It's called flow because that's... it's amazing that you just said that. <laughs> Uh, you don't know the book? No. Yeah, it's called Flow. And but it's, that's the flow, and I am familiar with yeah, the science, that, a little bit the, of happiness, yes. and that's one of them. And like fry cooks and stuff get into this place. Yeah, exactly. You know, in a busy, fun There's restaurant. There's nothing different between, yeah, a right. guy like working a line in a factory than, right. than anything else. Or it's, doing stand-up can you're go doing by it, very quickly. If you're engaging in it. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, I, think that, I think that's one of the absolute secrets. Have you seen the movie Happy? It's a good movie. I haven't documentary. No, they talk about that in that movie. No, but no, I ha- no, yeah, no. It's in my queue. It's good. It's in my queue. It's yeah. worth watching. But that that has a lot, and it also talks oh, about. I think it's sixty percent is uh, genetic predisposition. Oh, really? It's a staggering number. Uh, oh, that's how happy I'm, you're going to be. Pre- genetic. Then. Your dad sounds. So- oh no! Yeah, you're right. No, it's you're right. I'm actually like fifty fifty, pretty fifty fifty. I yeah. cover like a manic depressive and uh, pretty much the happiest guy in the world yeah. until he looks at stuff. <laughs> Um, That's but, so interesting. Oh God! So yeah, you don't shy away from that stuff, but uh, yeah. You, oh, so you, so my. Oh, let yeah. me just tell you no, the, yeah, the only religious. So the only I think religion I practice, though I like to like you know just read about it and think about it, uh, is is that I pray for real now, mm. and it's not to anyone in particular, and it's just thank you. Mm. And I actually think that's 
in the Bible. Like, no, maybe not. I, I speak freely. Nobody's gonna yeah. Chest. Nobody's you. gonna listen to this. <laughs> Nobody. This is just me and you talking. No. Um, uh, no. It's 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 just thank you. Mm. Uh, and, and and it's and it's really like one. I've had moments where I I just stop and I close my eyes and I just in my head say thank you and I really feel like a connection to something outside of me. Like I have a great life mm. and and I feel like g- giving gratitude, having gratitude for it, um, is 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 important and a secret. Absolutely. To to being happy and getting more fulfillment. You Absolutely. know what I mean? And so I and that's what I found by doing it over it makes me feel I've had I've had very like kind of what people would describe as sort of religious moments saying saying thank you. Yeah, like, no. It's a, it was it's that's about it. That's about You're that is I didn't know that was a thing. Uh but I was actually off mic talking to old Deepak DP Chopes, Deepak Chopra about I bet you were. I bet you were. I bet you get into it. With him. I was talking about being grateful to one thing. So just take one thing that you're grateful for. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, oh, gratitude meditation. I was, I didn't even know that was a thing. So you're doing a type of meditation. Huh. But then alcoholics, part of AA, is making gratitude lists. And then mm-hmm. Tony Robbins, one of the things that he talks about is when you're walking, part of – you go on these like walks or whatever mm-hmm. or when you're working out – Part of it is to think about what you're grateful for. And now this is my own mm. uh, editorializing of that, is that like when you when you take a moment, it certainly does calm you down. It does make you grateful. And then it helps you identify the things that you like that are going well yeah. in your life and that mean something to you. Mm-hmm. When you're like, thank you for that time at the aquarium with my daughters or whatever. Then you're yeah. like, oh, right. Let's do, let's do more of that. Mm. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. As opposed to constantly just stressing out. Yeah. And it doesn't – you don't have to be, you know, super on your path – killing it in life to do this it's basic stuff yeah. it's just like yeah thank you for my yeah. shitty apartment thank you for my apartment thank you for my car thank yeah. you for gas in my tank thank you for friends yeah. it doesn't matter yeah thank you for being just when a moment when i realized that this is i'm happy in what in whatever level yeah you know yeah um oh you know what it was i remember where i i read that in it was a salinger it was a salinger book who got pretty metaphysical like he mm was very interested in God and the nature of God and, and, and as opposed to religion, right? And he, mm-hmm. he said, he read something, he said a wise man once said, you know, Seymour, have you ever read those books, the Salinger books? No. Oh, I think you'd, you'd really respond to them. Like yeah. they're, 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 the whole Glass family books are really all about a, book, a, a family of sages of a, to, to a certain level. And they just live on the Upper East Side of, they're circus performers in the Upper East Side of uh, New York. But... So it's like mystical and stuff? It, it gets mystical. Like huh. he was kind of a Zen guy. He was very Zen. And he said that a wise man once said that the only true prayer is thank you. Wow. Uh, and then I that just really, I really responded to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's great. There's a good book. I, I, I bet people listening know I'm going to mention this book. It's called Help, Thanks, Wow. And those are like all you need. It's like you, you, help, we could drop thanks. the help, but help, wow. no. thanks, wow. Help is really, that's another big one. Yeah. With me, yeah. But not, not lottery ticket God, and not even this. No, and help, that, like, it's, I'm, not, uh, I'm not the strong, perfect, powerful right. person right. That, that I'm a, I think I am I'm a part sometimes. of a thing. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm part of a thing, and yeah. help, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. And then, wow, that's a really important wow's a good one, one, too. Wow's a good one. Wow's like an extension of thanks, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. And it's like, whoa, yeah. Really good, really good stuff. 
So here are my God questions. Lifeguard, conscious man God watching us? I, it doesn't need no. to be a man. No. no. Good. No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I graded you. No, no. Good. Good. Good, Rob. A plus. Next. Good. No, I mean, some people, I spend most of my life believing in like a conscious. Yeah, me too. Don't do it, Rob. Or like you're thinking to. about You're trying thinking to about shoplifting. It. Don't. Yeah. Don't do it. You yeah. know what I mean? Almost like you with your brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you seem open to something, some yeah. sort of idea. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not, I'm not, yeah. I, I also believe, like, what do you think about about heaven and life after death? And, and you know, because somebody asked me the other day, I think my views have changed on it. I, I These are just half-formed thoughts, by the way. But, like, yeah. somebody was like, "Do would you, if you could get something implanted in your body to make you. And I was like, yes. What is it? Yes. What does it make me do? Yes. Uh, but anyway, they're like, to live forever. Oh. And I was like, for the first time in my life, I said, I just considered, yeah, why not? Mm. Why not? Why are, we so, why are we so ready to die? And then I was like, well, but, but, but I do, that I checked myself and kind of thought, but I do then think that, that I think I'd be missing something. Right. It's not that I would, oh, I'd be lonely down here and blah, blah, blah. That's what everybody says. But I'm like, no, I think I might, there might be something else that It's part I'd of the missing. human experience. It's part of the yeah. full experience is, is to die. And, I, I, and I'm yeah. with you. Sometimes when we talk about forget a chip, it, I, I'm, it's funny if he's like, what if it wasn't a chip? And then you see his fangs. <laughs> You're like, ah, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> But we can back, we can, in our lifetimes, we may make it to the point where we can back up our consciousness, which means this that's talking to you yes, will live I'll do forever. It. You'll do that? Oh, I don't know about that. It's tricky. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. The, the smart money is on. No, uh, I'm more about the right now, like getting this better. Yeah, you know, I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to. You don't want to just back up, wake your up brain. and start trying to do it better again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I'm certainly open to it. I sometimes think about. Uh, I think we're all on a, a little bit of a Christ journey. Meaning, let's let's take God out yeah, of it and yeah. say there's an infinity. And this is a great um, Joey Cam's Joseph Campbell quote. He says, like Christ coming to Earth and and being crucified wasn't about him being like, oh, mopey me, you jerked off too much, and now I'm dying for your sins, yeah. and my my God uh, Father has forsaken me, all this sort of stuff. He says it's either that you can look at it that way, you can look at it a lot of ways, or you can look at it, and this is his quote, as the zeal for infinity. To it to manifest in time space, like it it has a zeal is the word he uses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for, take God out of it. Too many buzz. Yep. Too much surrounding that word. Infinity, consciousness, awareness. Right. Wants to exist, and then that means breaking itself from the whole into the many, into all these different consciousnesses, mm-hmm. all these different people and animals and plants and air yep. and water, and then also accepting the pain of reality, which is the crucifixion. Oh. F- so it's like that's how badly Fuck. I want to come and 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 keep coming. Oh. So sometimes I worry. Yeah. I I think about this in a nice way, and I worry about this sometimes that we just keep doing this. I passed a bus on the way here that said like it was for a stars show, and it was like, what if your what if your uh, next life is in the past? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, there's something about that that makes <laughs> yeah. sense. Is we just keep sure. coming back in different times and shapes? And of course, forms. we're the only ones that necessarily think about existence in the linear that's right yeah who so. gives a fuck yeah infinity why not just keeps wanting to witness itself wow <laughs> apparently yeah or, then, then i'll stay alive you know what I'll, I'll stay alive forever that that, that. 
or it's all horseshit. To all my to all my wonderful atheist friends that don't buy into this, I'm completely open to yeah. lights out and it's no over. totally. I mean, I'm actually more apt to believe that because that's the only look. None of us have any evidence for anything really. It's I just, just that- read the field. The last three hours <laughs> of the podcast are me reading the field. <laughs> He devoted several years to reading the scientific literature and doing some elementary calculations. <laughs> just reading it. <laughs> Taking not notes. Do <laughs> um, I don't know. I, uh, I would like to think – you know what? I, I, I guess I have a, have a similar feeling. And rather than reincarnation or whatever, it's like no matter what it is, we're not going to be able to appreciate it on the level that we've grown up thinking – that you're going to appreciate it. Whatever like, what is. Like if it's uh, whatever the afterlife oh, or whatever's next, it's like uh, you're not going to be conscious in the same way you are I now. Agree. And it's so it's not. It's brilliant that you're saying that. That's something I'm just yeah, currently dealing with. And I think it's going to be, it, w- it would be, I mean, if it exists, uh, uh, probably a lot better in certain ways, but also, yeah, kind it's, of. It can't be touch, taste, smell, no, see. No, definitely not. It can't be. Or care about that or care. in all these little ways. It's you know? got to be something else. I look yeah. at this world, and I love this world, and I love my life, but I look at it all the time, and I'm like, oh, yeah, touching a thing and, and seeing a yeah. person and hearing you. I mean, like, if I just wake up in a uh, – it's the hedonic treadmill. That's part of the movie Happy. Even if heaven, in a traditional sense, is like this world, but more beautiful and more fun, and I'm yeah. always having an orgasm and I'm flying around – uh, it's it's a problem. You're going to get used to it. Yeah, there's a paradox to that. Yeah, yeah. That that's that becomes normal. Then then exactly. You Coming, would, then if I am exactly like I am now, then I'm going to start thinking about that. You got it. I'm going to drive myself crazy, and it's I'm not going to be fun. I'm going to bring it back to the horse shit. Go ahead. Here's what I think you might enjoy that I definitely enjoy. Pete Holmes, the ego, the horse shit, definitely dies. He goes. That's yeah, what I think. That's and that I'm okay a with. Very. Uh, yeah. I've built up. Why do we burn the Burning Man? Sure. Get fucking rid of that thing. It's great to see things pass and move and evolve. And then yeah. what's what's left yeah. after that might be this sort of ethereal energy thing that we don't even have a word yeah. for or a way to experience. Probably it's just uh, work again. Uh, no, I mean, but in a good way, in a sense that you're not, you're flowing. It's yeah. just about that. Where everybody's, you're part of another thing and there's a job to do. I think you're where you were before. And you're back there, and then uh, yeah, and then sometimes yeah, uh, we come back here. I think we come here to experience uh, consciousness in another way, including right, the, including yeah. pain and all that sort of stuff. So do those people? Do those things? Do do what's before look forward to this, or we don't even have any conscious? Uh, it's so funny. Of, That's one of my earlier bits. Is I was like, no, go ahead, go ahead. Your I think the greatest argument for an afterlife is life. Because life makes no sense. Right. So what the fuck is this? I know we can trace this back to its origins very brilliantly, mm-hmm. but I'm just kind of like, this makes no sense. An afterlife could also make as yeah. little sense. So yeah. I wonder if there are people in the pre-place, the place we were before, that doubt life. Oh, you believe in a life? Oh, yeah. get real, Dave. <laughs> and then they're just floating around. Get real. In like a- we still have the same name yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same name scheme. Falcon, shut up. <laughs> Show that video. That's so of the, Falcon. <laughs> of the girl eating dog shit. Uh, I just tried to think of a tr- trendy video that would get Did you do, did you ever do, have a period of doing a lot of drugs or any? I do. I've weed? done mushrooms and can yeah. I tell you that the, I recently did mushrooms and the thing that I realized the last time I did them, why I think they are important. People get upset when I plug mushrooms and I do want to say I look at them as a 
as a not a drug. I don't think you should take them at yeah. a party, but something that I think if it seems mm. right for you, you can take them with some friends in the woods and have a beautiful experience yeah. and a spiritual experience. Yeah. And the thing that I think is important about them is they give you a thing, let's call it an experience, that you can't describe afterwards. And I think that's so important. We spend so much time going like, this is a book and you're a Rob and yeah. we're doing a podcast and it's Wednesday and it's 3.20 p.m. and you take mushrooms and you're still conscious <laughs> right. and you're still aware. But the second you're yeah. done, you're like, I can't. I felt like I was warm and I melted <laughs> and everything looked like a painting. And I laughed. It was fun. And, and there was laughing. And I, and I felt like I was that bird and the bird was yeah, me. Yeah. And I felt like I was you and you were me. But and, no. But yeah. the, that's the value is you lose your control. Mm-hmm. You lose your, your frame of reference and you go to another yeah. place and you come back and you're restored. And, and, and yeah. as yeah, far I, as I can tell, it doesn't have any that's negative a effect. really good, really good description <laughs> of the experience. Yeah. Because every time I take them. It starts to kick in and I go, oh, right. There's no way to describe this. Because you think like, oh, your face might look weird. What the fuck? What? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's so much more than what you're feeling and seeing. It's it's this thing that your brain doesn't know how to categorize. And I think it's good to introduce your brain into some, not chaos, but something it doesn't just go... That's a carrot. I eat it. A little out of its comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. And I think closer to maybe what we're talking about yeah, before I think so or too. after. I think so, too. And closer to where your kids were when they were like yeah. two. And, and sometimes <laughs> it's hard. I mean, I've never really had a hard time doing all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, maybe once uh, with acid in college. I a bad a, trip? No. Nah, I had a rough uh, rough um, transition. You what know, it's like, oh, well, well, just like not like, oh, right, and not digging it. You know, yeah, and I think maybe just because there's too much at that point in your life that to it's there's too much to realize you're doing. It's hard to let go, too. Yeah, the last yeah, time yeah, I did exactly. them as I was taking off, for lack of a better term, I was with my girlfriend and I was like, I don't want to leave. Like, <sighs> I, we were having a fun time, and I was like, Oh, I know. I realized I know. every other time I had taken them with a girlfriend, I was doing it with a girlfriend that I had been with long enough to kind of be like bored. <laughs> and so you take them and you're like, incense and peppermint. It's yeah. fun to take a little break yeah. from each other. Yeah. But I was like, ah, you're only here for the weekend. Oh, it's you again. <laughs> it's funny. So the acid freaked you out because you no, just- it didn't really. I mean, it didn't really. It was the only one time I can point to uh, an experience when I was like, it's a very similar experience, at least in my remembrance, uh, uh, to to mushrooms, yeah. except more intense and kind of like a zzz, like a buzzy kind that's of. Funny because people say mushrooms are analog and acids did. Yeah, very. Uh, and I think that's just the chemical of aspect of right. it. it. It's it's that manufactured and it's um, little. This was at least very intense and it was just sort of like smash you into that awareness. Right. And yeah, it was just it was right. But I got into it. I understand. That's part of it, too. That's That was me, too. I yeah. was like, we got to turn this around. Every time I've had a bad time, which yeah. is only once, really, I was like, we got to turn this around. But it, waking up is unpleasant. It doesn't matter no, if it's enlightenment exactly. or if it's just realizing you should stop eating four cheeseburgers a day. You don't want to wake up. Yeah. That And that's, that's one of my favorite. You talk about the only prayer you need is thanks. Uh, I think one of the things you really need to realize, the first step to waking up is to go, thanks. I don't really want to. I don't, I don't want to at uh-huh. all. It's really inconvenient to wake up. Yeah. There's a great Garrison Keillor story. I reference it all the time called Prophet where he's like, I don't want to be a prophet. I want to stay in five-star <laughs> hotels and tell stupid stories and eat steak. He's like, prophets 
We see what happens to them. They eat locusts and <laughs> wild right. honey. That's right. And they get their heads cut off. Nobody yeah. wants that. No. It's bad. It's bad news. Yeah. Yeah. So, Dad, you're open to it being something. Sure. Yes. Open. You're also open to it being completely over. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm open to the possibility of it. I prefer the uh, the, the uh, former. Are you going to uh, – it's a personal question, but I guess that's the show and you don't have to answer it. But what about with the kids? Are you going to – are you telling them anything about oh, God or – About God? Yeah. Yes, definitely. Uh, well, they're – my oldest daughter goes to Sunday school, um, you know, Hebrew. Sunday, and oh, okay. I guess it will be her – choice to if she wants to get bat mitzvah or not but really it is their experience with judaism is cultural it's more about family I, and I passover and all, which i think is very nice and you and you and you win in that situation the, yeah. the way that i i think i say this all the time but i envy the that part of judaism and also it opens you up to uh appreciating these stories as myths Mm. Which is a way to describe something that we don't that has never been touched with thought or or word or anything. Mm. Yeah, just something right. completely transcendent. Right. So when you when you're looking at uh, Abraham or Mo- who wrote the Book of Genesis, like a lot of Jews will be like, N- who cares? Yeah, that sort of yeah. stuff came later. Like there were a bunch of different Buddhas or whatever. None, so many of them were never even considered to be a person. Uh, Siddhartha. Siddhartha. Yeah. The last one is you can go. Uh, I guess it would be in. Where where would that be? What? Where did it start? What country? I don't even know. China, right? China, yeah. I don't know. Siddhartha? Go- that sounds like... Yeah, it sounds Indian. Doesn't sound China. It doesn't matter. Two guys that don't know. Yeah. But you can go and visit, supposedly, the Bodhi tree, because uh-huh. you start getting that sort of tourism, historical, religious tourism. <laughs> yeah. But the beautiful thing, and one of the reasons why I, I don't really think I'll have a problem teaching my kids a lot of the same stories, is those stories are just our ways of understanding that Christ and Buddha and all those guys just wanted you to know that there is a transcendent consciousness that's controlling yeah. the world and it's controlling Th- you. That's sort of what I've, I've – my oldest daughter is, I think, pretty spiritual in nature or at least a uh, a question asker. Mm. And she said – you know, she asked me about – somebody said this about God and, and, and I said a lot of people have very strict ideas about what God is. But a lot of people have them and a lot of people have very different ones and right. there's different religions and – and um, my and so far my answer has been I don't know I love it I don't know but it's great I mean I like thinking about it and talking about it with you because we we went to Sedona once Siddhartha, have you ever been there Siddhartha? Siddhartha? we went to Siddhartha <laughs> oh it's Arizona <laughs> Siddhartha took place in Arizona that's right <laughs> you went uh, to where Sedona Sedona and Sedona is one of those very oh, wait, new agey towns you to know Sedona. supposedly has um, vortexes vortexes. And uh, my daughter didn't know anything about that. We were just going to Arizona. It's going to be pretty. And she she said to us, we got there and it was beautiful and the sun was setting and we opened up the doors and we were, everything was really nice. And my daughter just got very peaceful and she mm. got very, she sat down and she was almost pretending to be like sagely. Yeah. And she said, I'm going to pray, I think. First time she had ever mentioned anything like that. Oh my god! And then she got immediately embarrassed Uh-oh. because I think we were like, you know, our looks must have been sure. We were surprised and kind of psyched in yeah. a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and but she is also she calls she's eight she she's a witch. It, she's uh, a Wiccan. She's into potions and she's into I don't know she doesn't even know about Wiccan. Like she's just but it's into it. it's her eight year old understanding of. Uh, 
something that's just not the table and the book and right. you know all that. That's it's, it's so pretty, cool. She's, she's like a seeker. She's I hope I seeker. have one of those. Yeah. God, he'll love me. Yeah. Oh, oh, I hope so too. And I'm glad. I'm glad. I sometimes get. I'm like, oh boy, I'm glad you didn't get put somewhere else because <laughs> you would turn out like me. Like I'm yeah, yeah, just yeah. kind of sad and with a lot of thoughts she can't fall asleep at night either that's the oh, that's really? the bummer though yeah she got the same problem we do interesting we just did a podcast it'll come out before this i think where i got my brain hooked up to these uh nodes and they were like this is your brain at rest this is the short version now we're gonna play a movie any movie you want i was watching her and they were like the movie will only play if your brain is at rest so you, it's actually like an exercise bike for your brain. Oh my god! How do, what is this? What yeah, is this I know. place? I just knew you'd be into it. That's of course. Uh, the guy's name is Tim, and he's setting up a place. I believe he's setting up an office in Laguna, uh, which wow. I'm going to go to. Which I'm going to go. Of course, I'm. I'm, I'm going to go. go too. I was like, I'm, look, that's amazing. I will buy these nodes. Tim, do you remember his name? What Neuro name? Neurocore. Uh, it doesn't matter. I'm sorry. People will know. It'll be the episode before this episode. He sounds like um, there's this movement now, this um, sort of biohacking yeah. movement. That's about- what we talked about, where you shock yourself to make yourself happier. Oh, I don't know about oh, that. No, bi- bio, like, uh, bi- like these are, you know, uh, anywhere, anything from smart drugs to uh, more effective sleep. It's people that are there to just improve their yeah. Um, hack whatever, hack, hack themselves. Yeah. Uh, the whole time I kept joking that it's like, it was, it was interesting to me. Context. I was like, if somebody, uh, if I was inside the Church of Scientology, I'd be like, this is weird. But because it was there, I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, let's see. Nope. I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find his. Oh, it's called Neurocore. Neurocore. I'm really interested in that because that's a yeah. That's a very practical. He was like, it's it's to... just another muscle. You just have to work it out. <laughs> and he was sh- he was looking at my creativity levels, and he's like, they're actually really low. And he's like, you're not sleeping well enough. Not to say mm-hmm. that I'm not creative, but he's like, you're not using. All of your creativity oh, oh boy. by a long shot. And I was like, let's smoke weed and watch Lucy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Except for the weed part, I will watch Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, man. This is great. Oh, this is great. Well, that's your God thing. Why don't we end with something sillier? We didn't really talk about comedy too much, which is okay. Are you okay with that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to know what your parents thought about your success. Did, did that drive more distance between you or are they just nope. happy? Nope. Oh, uh, the, well, only that I have, I'm so far away, right? you know, and everybody else is still on the East Coast except for my brother. But uh, yeah, no, it's, um, uh, they, they've always been very supportive, like uh, very. They're into it. They, my father would definitely like kind of maybe hint at monetizing certain things. Like I wanted to be an artist when I was young and he'd be like, well, you could be a commercial artist, you know? So, uh-huh, yeah, but, yeah. but he's always support. This is still very supportive. So right. That's a good job. Right. Right. right, right. <laughs> you know? So, uh, it, it was, um, they've, yeah, I've never gotten any, what, any sort of blowback. Uh, all I can do is put me onto you. That's what people do. Yeah, sure. So I'm wondering, for me, it was like, certainly the talk show. And uh, before that, I was doing the, the E-Trade Baby. The mm. reason I mentioned that is it kind of changed going home for Thanksgiving. Uh, my Boston Interesting. Thanksgiving. Interesting. You know what I mean? In what way? Like Just a little bit of oh, legitimacy. Oh, Mr. Fancy Pants. Uh, oh. A little bit oh, of that, oh, oh. but in the good way. Yeah. Was, yeah. What, do you remember what tipped you? Or did you not get shit for going after your dreams? Whereas everybody like, Rob, go f- follow your heart, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never get shit. But definitely there there is some, it's diff- definitely different. I don't know. I never really have thought about it. Mm. Uh, everybody was just cool. No, the people are. I'm always afraid. Like, I'm always afraid that 
nobody says anything to my face. Like when I everything now, everything I do is going to put be put into the context of my success or career. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, oh well, he didn't call you back because he's a fucking he's better than us. Right? He's, he thinks he's better. You know? And right. I'm like. I do. I'm way better than that particular uh, person I was thinking about. <laughs> you know, it's but, funny. I, 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 I've experienced a little bit of that, too, where it's like, oh, I don't call you back because I'm, like, terrible and anxious. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Like, I don't want to answer the phone. I'm afraid to talk on the phone. I'm, I'm, I'm terrified of it. I hate it. <laughs> I hate I hate it with my wife. Phone. I hate talking on the I, phone. Every relationship I get into now, I just tell them straight up. I'm like, no, no on the phones. No. I want to hear your <laughs> voice every you. once in a yeah. while. It's nice. Good night. Yeah. I can't. It again goes back to memento. I can't see your face. And then if it's voice timing or face timing, I'm like, I can see your yeah. face. It's yeah. freaking me out. Oh, and I, leave me alone. That's even that that I can't like a conference call is no. the worst. I have a video conference call after this, Ugh. and I am dreading it like a root canal. I can't. I can't take it. Uh, well, I think you're in the zone, though. You're in the. Uh, I'm talking. You're 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 talking. You're you're thinking. <laughs> you're you're in the best place for it. Yeah, right? at least I can't take committee. When people are like, Ugh. like you're doing that show, you're doing your show, and like, should we uh, the budget for that? I'm just like, twenty minutes has passed and nothing has been said. <laughs> I know, I can't take. I it. know. Well, let me ask you this: this will this will wrap us up nicely and more sillily. Is uh, can you remember the last hardest time you've laughed? Not the most recent necessarily, but one of the hardest times you've ever laughed. No. <laughs> I just felt like I had to say something. Um, oh, let me give you my guidance, because you're not on the spot. I know it feels get like me, you're get, on the spot, yeah. but I promise you're not. Because it doesn't have to be a good story. Just try and uh, – or, or not. We can move on. There are other last ask, uh, no, end questions. Like, uh, well, An example would be – I remember harder. Brian Greens for some reason. He's a physicist. He was making a pizza with his brothers when he was like young. And it, they undercooked it, and then they just threw it at each other. That was it. <laughs> and he was like, and it was in the hallway of his New York apartment. That and mine, which is not good, was I was explaining the rules to my friend in a pool. I was like, we're gonna have pool Olympics. I was like twelve, uh-huh. and we're gonna have a underwater breath holding contest. We're gonna have a relay, and then this kid younger than us started swimming at us and his head was in the water so he couldn't see us and I go and other events such as running from this guy (laughs) and like (laughs) my friend got out of the pool and puked he laughed so hard (laughs) it was it was more the timing yeah yes 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 it was like we couldn't have planned it better that he started swimming (gasps) I remember no 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 it's not no what? Oh no! When you made somebody, that was you can make someone make laugh. somebody. That's but, fine. Wait, was that some? I also laughed really hard, but my story is oh, more, my Rob. I, yeah. My story is more about making my friend laugh. Yeah, because I, I have a story like yeah, that. Go ahead. Where and I, it was very. I think I must have been. My brother wasn't born, so I was six or or younger, and my sister was a baby, so I was probably four or five, and. My parents, we were over at uh, their cousin's place, um, and and we used to spend the weekends sometimes just hanging out there in uh, Plymouth, and um, and and we were over there. And my mother, and I don't know where I got the the, the reference for this kind of joke, but my mother took her. <laughs> she had spaghetti straps on, and she just took them, put them down, so she could get sun on, on her, her shoulders. Shoulder, yeah. And I went, "Mommy, Daddy's ready." I mean, Daddy, Mommy's ready. Sorry, I just messed up the. I thought it was a bonus. I messed joke. up this four-year-old joke. I Ma- said, Daddy, I said, Daddy mommy's-, mommy's ready, 
and and my cousin, my their cousin Terry, who is this drinker in this part? You know, he laughed like I've never been. I've been chasing that laugh yeah. forever. You know? Oh my god. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, that was. Daddy, I, mommy's ready. Fucking. <laughs> she did a thing. Fr- she's yeah. I was like, I was like, Don Rickles. And, How and, did you do I, it? I don't know. I don't know what. Because I, I was always, I was pretty oversexed, probably from the minute I was born. That's great. No but, wonder your mother's in love with you. Yeah, I'm hilarious. <laughs> from early. <laughs> that's fantastic, man. Um, that's it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna email you when Tim. I think of the best. Uh, oh. Oh, that, he definitely email me that shit. And the Tim thing, the, the brain Tim thing. thing, yeah. And I, I can, I yeah, can email you different weirdo books. Oh to read god! And stuff. Now see, now you're just gonna throw me back out into the preparing for this trip and to travel. I don't want to oh, go. But you're about to Let's go. Do ninety more minutes. You're gonna be reading. I have to. I oh, have to load up some iPods. I yeah. have to do the whole thing. I got to put batteries in headphones. I don't know. Uh, David Bazan did this podcast. He's a musician, and he told me about this. <laughs> podcast about uh it's a debate i can tell you the name of it it's a debate on whether or not life continues after death Mm. and it's really good i'm gonna i'm gonna try and find it i'm gonna tell you to listen to that with your wife on the way up your daughter's (laughs) in the back levitating it's called the intelligence debates and it's called uh is death final okay really blew my dick off great uh oh and this one is amazing Radio Lab uh, Nine Volt Nirvana. That's the one I'm telling you about. About these, okay, yeah, this yeah, new yeah. thing where they send just a little bit of electricity to certain parts of your brain, yeah. and can turn you into like Jason Bourne. It's insane. <laughs> all right, great. It's I'm in. Insane. I want to do all that. Nine stuff. Nine Volt Nirvana. I, I'm, ju- I'm just, I think, an uninformed biohacker. I have no idea. Yeah, no, I'm you're just about. Like, I'm budding. I'm next budding. Next time we see each other, we're gonna yeah. like greet each other without words. <laughs> yes. Whoa, whoa. Gonna I, I gotta pee. Let's yeah, take let's this. Get out of let's here. take this off the air. Oh, say keep it crispy. Keep it crispy. <laughs> now leaving nerdist.com. 